listening to the Lance Herb Show. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. live we are live we're going to have a great conversation with brother Ison. brother Ison had some technical difficulties but we are live he is back brother yeah. Ison, let me just hear from you can you hear me yeah can you hear me loud and clear brother we good we good 
And I know this comes as a surprise to everybody because it's it's so late usually because it's 3.49 in the morning for me, but I had it in my heart to go live tonight and I made sure because we're back. I was in the valley of decision, making some moves and we're going to go f- full throttle and have some new things going on. But But aside from that, we do have a little bombshell announcement to speak on, but I want to just welcome you in, Brother Ison, because it's been a while. And actually, this show was spawned from our conversation. We were just having a regular conversation. And I said, man, it's getting deep. I got the energy. Come on, let's, let's do it. I've been throwing up these little segments all day on YouTube. I said, let's just bring this on. And, and I thank you because you have a toothache that is kind of in remission right now. So there's no uh, uh, pressure to stay a long time because we will be back. But I'm glad to talk to you, brother. And um, how are you feeling tonight otherwise? Man, uh, I'm, I'm doing okay right now. We're going to see. We're going to see if it flare back up. But um... yeah, if it does, you know, we'll rest it. We're not going to force you to talk. If it's 15 minutes or an hour, that's good. Matter of fact, if we get an hour, we good. Mm-hmm. But if it flares up before, don't grin and bear it, man, because I know how the two things can be. Oh, I yeah. want to I want to thank those who came in. This was a kamikaze attack. They didn't know what was coming on. Um, Mick Genre Faves, thank you so much. Queen Red Pill, thank you for being here. We still have to talk, definitely. I haven't ignored you. I've been really pushing, 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 and I have two very powerful sisters here, and I'm so happy. And many people are going to say, man, I didn't know you were going live. And I didn't know I was going live. I wanted to, but it was creeping on. So we're here, brother. And what do you want to speak about first? Should we make that little announcement first? I think we should. And then we'll just go on from there. What you think? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of late to it about it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah. I mean, not many people know. Um, Everybody well knows in 2020, early 2020, several times, I traveled to Houston, Texas. At the time, it was at the generous dime of Dr. Kang. For those who maybe knew they don't know who he is, I'm making the decision to soon take those videos down because of what was transpired um, or has transpired openly on the news recently. And I want to make an announcement first before I say anything else that I do not condone what or why he is incarcerated. What you see on that link, and if I have to pull that link up, I'll pull it up and drop it. Um, I do have it here, but I'm going to wait a few moments before I do. Okay, I see it here. And there's another one that popped up also. It was only on two or three links. So let me just open this up so I could drop this. For those who don't know, we're not going to go into the detail of everything because I did actually drop the link late in one of the shows. Right. But we'll leave it at that. Now, I'm going to drop this here for those who don't know and for those who listen to. And and I have the right to do so now, even more so. um, But he's incarcerated for raping several women Two to date. More to come. I knew of the situation and I fully supported him. And you saw how supportive and traveling and keeping the camera on him and promoting him. The business is the real thing. He is a fraud. Now, 
How could I, how could I say that? Well, due to the conversation that I had earlier with his companion, with his wife, as I will respect it, I don't know if there's any paper or not between them, but we spoke for several hours earlier. And the reason why I can speak on this now is because she wants to come on, I believe within a week, maybe two, but I believe within the next week to speak about this and clear this up because there's been a lot of falsehoods put out there. Now, I knew of the situation from, I'd say maybe a year, year and a half, but I was not at liberty to speak on anything. Not that I was scared of doing that, but to maintain the integrity of information flowing Right. The case was going on, but I didn't want to say anything because there are many people who believed in him, who felt they know him like I did. I was convinced I'm hurt by the situation. My credibility has been attacked through emails and text messages, but I still remain silent on it. Now, his, I'll say former companion, you know, she, she has several names, not to hide, but, you know, just righteous names. But we know her as Sister Isis. And she's going to come on with some of the victims, right, in his situation, which the shows are still up. I'm going to leave them up for a while, not because I want to get hits, but to show the contrast in what image he put up as to what he has been discovered to being now. And I know more than what I'm saying right now, but it's for her to say it. But I have not been fooled like this in my life. Yes, yes, I no, I can't really say that. You know the person that was in my inner circle who even Mr. Skurv doesn't deal with, and I don't deal with. You know that person, you know, proved to be, and most people don't even know the details of that. Those in the inner circle who really want to know, even like Queen Red Pillar, hey, we'll talk, and others that are here. But you... um Exactly. It's not her fault. She was abused and she was the backbone of that business. Right. So that's why it carries on under a different name. And I fully support it. And I urge you all to fully support it. She was the one mixing herbs. She was the one who has a knowledge. He had ability to see into persons, a person's uh, dormant illnesses. But we know that we have many unrighteous people who are very carnal and hedonistic, who may have righteous-looking gifts. And in traveling with him so much when I was with him and her, 24-7, because they were a get-up-and-go couple, and she is that, he had a double life. And I'm not saying anything that nobody doesn't know. They, have a diff they had a different kind of relationship. So when I was on the phone with her, I said, well, of all women to cheat on, why would he cheat on you? Because they, she had a relationship with him where he was allowed to bring other females into the relationship. And we did a video on that. So don't think I'm putting this business out like that. Right. Those in, those in the inner circle and those who observed those other videos, they did a s separate video on how they operate in their, I don't even want to call it an open relationship. It's not a free for all. But he took advantage of it. And it was more of a partnership. Like, listen, 
She's into what she's into. The same thing he's into, right? But it's a closed-in thing. They explained it, and if there was anybody that he was interested in, she would have to approve, and it would have to be more than just the obvious of what people think when they think of those pairings. It was an energy thing. It was a team thing. If we bring you in close to us, you have to be about the business. We will help you if you need any help in any other kind of way. That's how they ran it. They were upfront about it. The video's still up. And that's why I'm leaving some of those videos up. So nobody can say I'm making something up or throwing them under the bus. That being said, why would you have to go cheat on a woman who would allow another woman in the bed with the both of you? Well, she had her things going on. They were up, up front with it, but they were about, as far as I saw, about the business. But it was, it was her, all her. So she's going to come on. So don't think I'm sitting here making stuff up. She's going to go more in depth in a way that will blow you, blow you away. Because like I said, I can't give you the timeline because I put so much stuff out there. But it had like a year plus when things were really going down. And he was calling me trying to dupe me because I had this, you know, I really felt he was a real thing. And I knew that he wasn't when he was trying to reach out to me because me and Sister Isis spoke about it. And like many do. See, I'm not Oprah Winfrey. I'm not, uh, 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 what's his name, Tyler Perry. <laughs> I'm not CNN. I'm just a little guy in cyberspace who has a little following compared to the people who have millions. This is a mom and pop operation. I just do my thing. But I have a lot of credibility. And that's one thing that even if you don't agree with me, that at least you know that I'm speaking the truth. And if it's found to be something different, I will apologize. But I don't get up here. And try to put myself up as this iconic guru, all seeing, whatever, because I'm not perfect. None of us are. I'm not even trying to present myself as that. You know what I mean? I'm human. I have emotions. I have feelings. I have days where, like even right now, I can click on the camera. I don't really want to focus on me right now. I'm a little tired. You know what I mean? It takes a little 15% of your energy to be on camera to focus on the angles and all of that, the lights and whatever. So it is what it is. But I was hurt from it. We spoke. We confirmed it. I don't know which day, but it should happen within the week. But she wants to bring others on. We're going to show our faces side by side. And that particular program will probably last a couple of hours because she's going to be very graphic on the things that he did. And he felt like he didn't deserve it. He only felt like he just had community service. Or Come on. And you're not only raping women, but you're giving them STDs. That's as deep as I'll go. That's as deep as I'll go. Yeah. And it's more than that. Talk to me, brother. No, nah, that's just, I'm just still trying to wrap my head around that. But man, that's what I'm saying about <laughs> reality or what we call reality, you know. Right. Just, you just got to be, that's just life. Like you got to be ready for what you least expect. That's, you know, that's life. Yes. Whenever you get shocked, it's basically, that's like a wake-up call that you was falling asleep. You know? Yeah. That's how I see it because, you know, a lot of us, 
and especially in America too, because you're in the motherland. But we complain about things, and you know, really, we're in an isolated pocket. To be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're in some of these other places in the world where it ain't all these different provisions, you will see real life. You know, that's. I mean, this would be a walk in the park in comparison. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, right. Got you. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, it just, it's one thing when you, when you have a, a image of something and then, you know, you got to reconfigure in your mind, you got to go in there and swap it out, you know, but um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't really know what to comment on that like i said i was a little late to the party on that but man um right and i and and again as things happen because i was part of it because of my proximity to the both of them right mm. it well not in it, that way though you weren't part of uh, oh no 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 but, but perception right. perception wise because yeah. you know i promoted him and and, and they did business and it was wasn't aware. So yeah, the, you the know. products were authentic because of her. She, you know, most people thought it was all him, but there are things that she's going to have to say. Yeah, but he abused her also and 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 took advantage. And she'll talk about that more in depth. You know what I mean? And um, but when they took me around, when when she, he took me around, he flew me out there for a week. He flew me and Mr. Skurve out there for a week. And then another time he flew me out there for two weeks. Now, you can't get to know anybody in a month like that. But if you roll with somebody from morning, noon, and night, and they weren't, like, confined to a nine-to-five, where, okay, I'll see you later on. Enjoy yourself here. Take a walk down there. I'll be back later on. From the time we woke up, we're, we're with him, doing, meeting people, prominent people. Yeah. This, yes, yep. legitimate. All the people that he connected to, they're not to be guilty. They didn't know either. And that's what he that's seeks out. So yeah. when he met me in Orlando, it was at the Bronze Kingdom. The Bronze Kingdom is a place where they have, and I did an interview there and showed people there. And I think you'll remember it for the most part. It's in the archives where they have all these statues of bronze and different metals and even wooden stuff, whatever, but really big, heavy-duty stuff. And they were on, uh, what was it? Uh, what's, Colonial Drive by Fashion Square Mall. They moved to International Drive in Orlando, so it's at a new address. And I'm friends with a lot of the staff there. They're going to help me with some artwork and stuff that I do. Um, Dr. Kang was there. And, of course, in these kind of situations... It got to the point where everywhere I go to one of those types of things, you know, anything black where it's um, some gathering or whatever, there's always somebody that knows me. I'm not saying that in a narcissistic way. It's just that I've accumulated over the years that visibility. And it's not everywhere. Oh, Lance, Lance, you know, I have my cameras. And I'm there to show everyone here what is. I just want to say one thing. If for some reason the power cuts out and you don't hear me and I just blank out, Hold tight, keep talking, and I'll be back through the phone. I just thought to say that. It probably won't this time of the morning. But um, no, it's all good. one of his buddies who works along with him, well, that's a whole other story, he introduced me to him. 
And once he saw I had the camera, he said, yeah, he can do an interview with you right now, Dr. Kang. He'll get you out there even more. So we went to the back. I did two or three short videos with him and put them out there. And he wanted to keep in contact, which as I spoke to Sister Isis, I said, you know, really and truly, there's nothing wrong with seeing the opportunity to promote your business. For any one of us, that's what I'm here for. I didn't say, hey, man, you got to give me $100 for me to do it. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. If a person wants to give me something, fine. It goes to the platform. So I did it for him and he got results. And it was like, wow, we need to fly this guy out here. See, I may not have millions of subscribers. Probably I do and don't know it because of how they shadow ban you and try to discourage you. But he saw the value. Mm -hmm. He saw some of the shows and how we have a dedicated core family here. Some have gone, been revealed and whatever, but that's that's human nature. That's going to happen. So he saw the value. I didn't know that that hospitality was because of that. I just thought that he saw a person in me that wants to go higher and bring everybody with me. So that's what it was. And I was gracious because I didn't have the money to just fly out and stay out for a week and go here and go there and go up and down. And let's go to this restaurant. People who knew him like, Oh, no problem. You eat. No problem. Your money's no good here. I was like, wow. We all sometimes hope for a time like that. Cause there's no way I could afford that type of, you know, getting around. I was, was grateful. Right. So me seeing him be up close and personal, the, the real thing, I kept the camera going. I told him, I said, listen, man, I'm going to keep the camera on you. I'm going to put up stuff every day. And it wasn't that I was doing that to repay him back for the meals and the experiences and the networking. I met a lot of wonderful people, but that's just what I do. If I come by you and you don't have a dime or nothing to give me, you say, Lance, come on, could you get, yeah, no problem. As long as it's something worthwhile, whatever. So that's how we flowed. And it was wonderful. You know, different Airbnbs that he rented, different properties that he claimed to have. You'll see them on there. He had a bus at one time. We flew all these different people from all over the world and all over the country. Like, man, you know, anybody else would say, man, this guy's got dope money. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it was nothing that was like, you know. So anyway. You know, Mrs. Scurve came out and everything. And to be honest, Mrs. Scurve was the first one to tell me. She says, listen, he can't deal with me. I know that. We were all cordial. But on the, on the intuition side, she did say that. I got to give credit where credit's due. He said, something up with him, Lance. There's something not sincere about him. He cannot. He has people fooled on a certain level. I said, okay, I'll put that on the file. We'll see how that happens. And it came out. But I just want to clear the air. She's going to clear the air because she has a lot of people coming at her thinking she was part of enabling him and not saying anything because she couldn't say anything. I have to say this to anybody who wants to run her down is that she had an order of protection, right? So she can't say certain things when there's this court thing going on. She is protected. She felt threatened. He is an abuser. And that's for her to say the depths of it. I know it, but it's for her to say. Right. But it's really, really bad. And I just want to make that announcement that I don't know what day 
We're going to come out and do it. But I told her, you don't have to tell me a week ahead of time. Call me up. Give me a day. But even if it's the same day, call me up and say, Lance, let's go. I'm like, okay. And she wants to bring other people in to speak on it. And she is not going to hold back. She's actually in the process of writing a book on it. That's how intense and how bad it is. So she's a, she's a pristine sister. She's a lovely sister. She's a loving sister. And she only has good in her heart. And I'm glad that she can come out and get this off of her because so many people are blaming her like she had something to do with it. I have gotten a couple of text messages and emails knowing the few little things that I knew from before, but I wasn't at liberty to speak on them like that. So when we do our show, it's going to clear the air and there'll be no stone left unturned. She said she's not holding back. She will answer questions within reason in the chat room. I mean, if somebody gets in the chat room and gets graphic with the language, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. Some ignorant, yo, so what? You be licking pussy too? And I, you know, some people go, somebody going to say something stupid. You know what I mean? We know what it is, but that's not what this is about. It's about the abuse of a sister used to run a business and he wouldn't allow her certain things. Like, I, I can't even get into the, all of that. I want her to say it. But where they once said they had a warehouse with all of these workers shipping and packaging things, not only did she do the technical stuff, but it was her. She, she, she's a lovely woman, but she's not built to be lifting no boxes and doing things like that. She was the, 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 the crew in the warehouse. I didn't know that. Mm. He worked her down, but he was the faceplate of everything and getting all the accolades and, and all the, the, the praise and still going out there and raping women, messing with different, there's a, I mean, there's a, it wasn't even just rape. Some, some of them gave in because they saw his notoriety. And that's why he wanted everybody right. to give testimonials about how the product, the products are good. They work. No doubt about it. So him being, don't feel bad because it's her work that you consumed if you consumed it. So I think I t- said enough about it for now. I, want, I don't want to wait till the end of the conversation. And again, if your tooth flares up, brother, we will end it and we'll continue another day. But um, anybody in the chat room want to say anything quickly in the chat room or even come on in for a second? But we're good on that. You're going to get everything. Yes, he was very convincing. He was very convincing. And I just want to acknowledge everybody in the chat room. I just want to bust out with this. But I wanted to do it in a way where it didn't step on her toes because this is her story. Yeah. Tell it the way. But I, I... I can say more, but I'm going to let it stay back. Mixed genre faves, Queen Red Pill, uh, Landon Price, Broderick Enoch. Let me see. Sister Oyala, Cadence. Yes, my beautiful sister. Who else is here? Let me scroll down. I might call your name twice. (laughs) That's it right now. We have uh, 53 people listening, and I know a lot of them are listening who are listening about what I'm talking about. That show will come on. I don't know. Maybe this weekend I'll get, you know, a word on it. Maybe it might be this weekend. Who knows? But I'm saying all of this is not a fraudulent thing. Very convincing. Oh, man. I can tell you firsthand. And he didn't know his stuff. But she was the one. He was probably 10%, if that much, of the overall operation. And she was the one. 
from early till late. They didn't have any real hours. But there was something that there's something I can say. Mm, no, I'm not going to say that yet. But I felt like he was trying to groom me to be one who was dedicated to his fraudulent cause through social media. And there was something one day that kind of pissed me off. And it was when Mr. Skurve was out there with me. We went to this, he, he, would, he would allow us to go to this Asian spa that was really spectacular. I think he had an account with them. You go there, you have the jacuzzis, you have little places you can lay down in. They had connected to it, this Asian restaurant, which was basically a fast food Chinese joint. Not fast food, but average inside. And I didn't really want to eat anything there. So he came one day and picked us up and left us there all day long. We're talking like, get ready, get ready, get ready. We got ready. Nine o'clock came in the morning. He brought us over there and dropped us. And we stayed to almost midnight. What kind of mind-bending, cult-training, grooming-type whatever? I held my cool because I had a respect for myself. I said, maybe it's something. Oh, I'll be there soon. I'll be there soon. And I was like, this is not right. So I chomped down that food over there. I gave in. I'm like, yo, I'm eating that stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I'm disciplined, but yo, I'm getting lightheaded up in here. And then, you know, then it, you know uh, I'll say that much. That's why but, I was saying it's just so, mm -hmm. like when I heard about it, I'm thinking, nah, nah, maybe it's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe mm -hmm. somebody that lied or something, but then I'm like, wait a minute. You say it was stuff previous, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's unfortunate. And for those who just came in, welcome. K-Frame Classic. Sister Hope Rice. Welcome, welcome. Kim. Yeah, peace everybody in the chat, too. Uh, yes, I just dropped the link again for those who came in and didn't know what I was speaking about. We will speak about that um, in a few days when she comes on with the other victims. Not all of them, but some of them. And um, like I said, I, uh, man, and I knew about it for a while because, but I, I, I was not at liberty to speak on these things publicly out of respect to her. And the victims, and um, it, it 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 really was a shock. So Jack Griffin in the house, <laughs> Jack Griffin. Oh yeah, to break this down when she comes in on this, it's only beginning. And for me, like I said, I can, I can quote some pieces of the conversation. I said, listen, as a man. What thrill do you get when you take from a woman what she does not want to give? That kills it for me right there. Now, we know I had my wild times. So I never had to force anybody, trick anybody, sweet talk anybody. They were down for whatever we did. That's the joy of it. I'm not talking carnal. I'm just talking overall. When a woman is pleasing you, and she wants to. That's the thrill. That's the turn on. Oh, my God. She wants to do this. You want to do this? Not where, come here, girl. Bend over and give me what's mine. No. I could not get erect if I had that mentality. 
It's a mutual thing. And as a man, not because you're getting sex from a woman, but you want to pamper her. You want to treat her nice. You want to be gentle with her. Yes, every now and then they may want the hair pull a little bit and give it to them a little harder, but it's not give it to them like that. It's, 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 a, it's a mutual thing. Even in my wildest, most decadent days, I was always romantic, always, you know, am I biting you too hard or, you know, I got to be gentle. No, it was not this come here. And, and some women like that. Some to each his own. But for a man to go out there, give and bring home STDs to his wife and spread it out all over, giving women and taking it from them. When you're in an open relationship and you can get what you want at home, you're making lots of money, man. <laughs> like I always say, Jack Griffin, what, 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 what more do you want? Like I told her, I said, man, that's like owning the biggest jewelry store in the, in the state. A big jewelry store with millions and millions of dollars of all kind of rocks and stones and gold and silver and all kind of platinum and precious metals. Right? And you get a thrill after you close up your shop. You put on a mask and pull out a gun and go to some helpless woman and put the gun to her head and say, give me your wedding ring. That may only be worth a thousand dollars. Why are you doing this? Right. You have all the jewelry in your shop. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, that, that that's that's a mystery as far as because we don't have. First of all, you know, it's just the way that the appearance was. We didn't have that information. So if that was happening for that long, then this is something that was, you know, what I'm saying um, eventually became so common that if there was any feelings about it just by becoming so commonplace, it became um, like, you know, desensitized where a person like put it like this, a human can believe it or not be um, comfortable with just about anything that you subjected to. If you subjected to it enough, or if you do it enough, you know what I'm saying? Um, you could be in the most, in the worst situation, but if you do it long enough, you get, you get adjusted to it. So I feel like that's more of what it was. And also why, um, you know, it didn't pop out because this is just something that was going on for so long. So it was and, no and, real, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah, no real. He already did 400 days lockdown. And I don't know if it was jail or prison because we know misdemeanors are a year and less and um, felonies are a year or more. And so it was 400 days and maybe they kept him in a jail because I know that that's not a hard set rule that over a year is a felony. You can be or placed in a state penitentiary for the most part in most States, but if you have an ongoing case, they will keep you in the jail over the year. So that's probably what it was. But it was something where he had to wear an ankle bracelet. Right. I peeped that, and he gave me he gave me a cockamamie story that was kind of believable, but really it wasn't. Yeah, if it's oh, if it's that over the board, you know what I'm saying. If it's yes. that over the board, it's like 
you it's too much there like that sounds like too much usually something that rings true it's it may be complex but the explanation is more right. straightforward than right. oh it's you know oh i'm holding secrets or whatever <laughs> like you know if that was the case he couldn't have said he couldn't have talked about it but yeah yeah that's just unfortunate man yeah because he was helping people some of that stuff i see you jack griffin <laughs> no i was just talking to jack griffin but yeah oh yeah you're right and like now that i know this and i was speaking to her and let me just say this again to the people who came in i'm not throwing him under the bus for hits or anything but she's going to come on the show within the week i say definitely within two weeks and speak everything graphically but she's not a graphic lewd person but she's going to tell what happened her story mm -hmm. she's been treated unfairly and again i'm not at liberty all this last year year and a half that i knew of other things to broadcast it like this so i'm not doing this like oh you threw him under the bus well anybody who's raping women and abusing women i don't care who they are i'm gonna throw them under the bus i'm gonna throw them under the bus i don't care who they are the videos are still up i'm gonna ask her if she you know when the time comes should i take them all because i want people to see the deception and I want the world to be able to comment on that and possibly come out if they were a victim. She says probably it's about 50. She says there's probably a whole lot more who are afraid. It's a big thing in Houston and beyond. That's a big number. <sighs> and if it's that big, if it's that big, you know, so there's got to be more. But he was definitely living a double life like that. Let me tell you something. Men have their periods in their life where it's just horny dudes. We have integrity. Some of us, some of us don't. But there's certain things that I cannot do. I cannot abuse a woman. And like I said, take that. I'm not going to trick you. I'm going to let you know straight. In my days, I'm like, listen, this is what it is. After a time, I like to laugh, like to have fun. If you want to give me this, let's take the pressure out of this date. I think you're attractive and I would jump your bones if you want me to. But if that's not going on, we're going to have a good time and I'm not going to be at the end of a date. So, 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 you know, I took you to the steakhouse. I, I spent this money on you. So what's up, girl? What's up? No. Right. Look, if I can own a couple of your brain cells from laughing at the memory of how I made you laugh and the good time and the way I made you safe, we're good. You're going to call me back. We're going to hang out some more because you're going to go out with these other goons who all they want is to drop a load up in you and leave. And I think I'm a fun kind of guy. So it was no problem for me. And there were times when they're like, you know, Lance, you know, uh, I want to go in and sleep. No problem. Call me when you want to hang out. And I had other options. And I let them know that. So it wasn't all about just that. Look, if I'm this energetic, talking, and loving to have fun at 60 years old, could you imagine me at 20? Jack Griffin can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we go back <laughs> but no not that another thing I don't do as wild as I've been I don't mess with my friends sisters I don't want them to think that I'm, I was just coming around you just to watch your sister another thing I don't do is if you mess with somebody and you're my friend or you have a girlfriend and I see it 10 years later I'm not going to try her, even if she tried me. Another thing is, 
even if you had a one night stand, I am not going to go behind you. Because in my mind, even even that may not be yours, but that's yours. I'm, I have some strange idiosyncrasies about me that I don't do. Now, back in the day, if I didn't know you, <laughs> it was on. But I don't violate like that. Right. I have violated, I guess, but not my inner circle. If I, if I met you at a party, you had a fine sister. I don't really know you, bro, like that. But damn, you know, mm-hmm. hey, she came on to me. That was it. That, but, 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 but these lot of guys in this world, we need to know as an offshoot conversation. We can't go. And I don't mean me, but I'm talking to my sisters. You can't go on the surface and believe it. These days, you got to check them out thoroughly. Run their name. Get their license. Find out if they were incarcerated and for what? Find out on your own. It's not being sneaky. You have to do this these days. Isn't your loving worth it? Isn't your health worth it? Mm-hmm. He was not only taking the sex from women and telling them you we have to have sex for, for me to heal you. He was depositing STDs in them. Mm. Come on. That, that is the worst. Yeah. To me, I don't understand. So, so I don't care what any dudes later on say, oh man, you just simping for the women. You're damn right because these women are mothers, are daughters, they're sisters, they're part of a family, they have their private life. They may not broadcast it to their parents or their other family. They do what they do. We're adults here. I don't judge, I assess. And if you're an adult and you choose to do certain things, you know the consequences, but be careful. It's not even just about, oh, you might get the monster, you might get AIDS, or you might get this, or you might get that, but you might get something that wipes you off the face of the earth. Mm. You see what I mean? But Go ahead, brother, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. I I didn't want to cut you off. I was just saying, you got me thinking about the... um, entertainment industry and oh, forget it. I was talking to someone about two days ago was telling mm-hmm. me that they know a lot of celebrities and they were saying that pretty much all the celebrities that they know about like 99% of them got STDs mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. see the same people like it's like a a circle like they just all sleeping with mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. group but yeah, she said that um, pretty much they all got some some type of you know if they did if they don't now they had something. Whether yeah. It was herpes, well, whether it was, you know, what I'm saying gonorrhea. I right. I won't reveal my sources, but I heard the same thing too recently, and that everybody right. you said ninety nine percent. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. is into something in that industry, mm-hmm. and think of the I'm not even gonna say a name. But think of the ones that you say, I'm not saying you, I'm just saying as a figure of speech, mm-hmm. but think of the ones who we would all agree that this one here is different. He has his wife. He never took a role. We're talking about a black man now. I ain't going to say. You're going to figure it out. Never took a role that was demeaning. And he's different than the rest of Hollywood. He's in it too. He's <laughs> in it too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Him? You wouldn't believe it, right? 
Whoa, I'll just throw a, a line out there. What a training day that was for me. Let me go to the bathroom, man. Keep talking. <laughs> I gave it away, but I'm not saying, oh, my God. Yeah. Nasty Nasty got a little Sister Cleo in her because she put it out there, and I ain't arguing. <laughs> so, I mean, look, it's just like a fraternity in college. You Keep know talking. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick, man. I drank so much water. Keep talking. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like the fraternities in, in college. Um, You know if you see somebody that is in – Right, and they they're in the brotherhood or the fraternity. You know they had to go through the ritual to get there, so it's no different. These celebrities and stuff like that, you see them, they get their own movie, right? They get the star in their own movie. They have to pay for that. Like it's just, I'm just saying, it's just common sense, but it's just the way that people see these people after they have been um, promoted in a certain way. It makes them seem larger than life, but yeah, Hollywood is is a um, fraternity. It's it's fraternal. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows each other, and it's basically like favors. Um, it, it is what it is, but yeah, if it's anybody that's in a movie, you either got to play one of those roles, and that's just how it is. If they don't do one thing, you do the other. So there's no black actor you can name. That didn't have to either wear a dress, play a gay role, be a slave, you see what I'm saying? Or do something coonish to get get these roles. They have to do it, it's that's just the prerequisite. If you don't do those things, they're not gonna promote you to a certain level. And I don't know why people, you know, act like that's just so hard to believe. All your actors if you look hard enough, you'll see um, they have to, you know, play one of those roles. Like Denzel, people say, well, he didn't wear the dress, but Denzel had to play a slave. Mm -hmm. then, you see what I'm saying? And Denzel had to play that low-down uh, role in Training Day, where it's basically, they gave him the award for being a, a low-down, dirty cop. But all those premiere roles, you know what I'm saying? Where yes. he was wholesome movies, Oh that, oh, that don't deserve the award, you know? So, yeah, it's a fraternity, just like college, just like uh, the Masons, you know, the Lodge, just like, mm -hmm. you know, the police are a fraternity. People don't know that. And you're wondering why. And they got a code. They got codes, brotherhood, code of silence, stuff like that. That's why. How rare is it that you see a, another police officer talking on another one? You're not going to see that too often because they'll get turned on by their own group. So that's the same as this Hollywood stuff. And speaking of that, that's got me thinking about Jamie Foxx and the rest of that. And, uh, well, I don't know if you covered this, but I know what happened to Jamie Foxx. Everybody's speculating. And he's so high up in the fraternity in Hollywood that they gave him the privacy of saying it was a medical complication. Right? That's a way of you know, obfuscating uh, what happened to him. So they just say complication. That was like mm -hmm. respect to him because usually they'll just put it out there, you know, oh, wasn't it? But um, yeah, it was revealed he had a stroke. That's yeah. It. Yeah, he had a stroke. And he's he's in Chicago right now. In wow. Rehab. Yeah, physical rehab. And um, 
Yeah, it's interesting how they got all these people talking for him, but they won't let him say he's he's supposed to be doing so well. Right. But right. he can't right. He can't Where is, quick right, video right. say, hey, I'm good. No. Right, right. Yeah. But that'll That's, be kind of depressing to see him yeah. in shape if he, you know, if he really had a hard one. So I think they're just trying to cover for him to see Kenny bounce back, but I don't think he's gonna be the same when he comes back. Right. Right. You know, Talks to me, like really and truly, if that was it, it is what it is. To me, the secrecy is something more because I heard also, and it could be gossip because there's a lot of gossip and unfounded so-called facts from trusted sources that say certain things. And I heard that he wanted to speak on some of the things that go on, mm-hmm. you must know that they're going to wipe them out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying to be fearful, but if you feel that you need to say this, go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really just because who could doubt him if he did? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe they knew that, that he wanted to say something and somehow... No, nah, they, <laughs> listen, they, they do rituals, Lance. Right, They right. do rituals but they're big on numerology. See, this is the stuff that the average person, even the above average person, break it down. Don't really know about. Straight up, you know. Um, I'm just saying, if you know about how things run in different, you know, fraternities or orders or stuff like that, they got different codes they go by, like the Masons and all that. We we're familiar with the hand symbols and the, you know, uh, some of the rituals that they do. But in Hollywood, they're big on numerology. And they have stuff where they they have it planned already. So with Jamie Foxx, they already had his time uh, when that was going to happen. And he filmed a movie. This is real interesting. He filmed a movie before this named They Clone Tyrone. Right, right. I saw the... um... I'm like, wait a minute. They clone Tyrone? And then he ends up, they say, having a complication before this movie comes out, right? And then the movie that he's filming is called back in action but he drops out of action look at that and now the movie coming up while he's out of action is called they clone tyrone so i'm like wait a minute is this a message because in that whole movie at least from what i saw in the preview the whole movie is the government is is cloning people and they're covering it up and people are trying to say look i i can prove that you know I, i found they're doing this and everybody don't you know people don't believe them so um point I'm saying is his time, uh, they all have a time for these celebrities. It may sound uh, far-fetched to the people that don't know, but that's how they do it. Like, um, just like Prince, I'll just use that for an example. They have dates and stuff that they want to take you out on. Just like they have dates they promote, you know, whether it's the Super Bowl or whatever. But I'll give you an example to show you how precise this shit is. Prince, right? He did that uh, song, I Would Die For You. He did yeah. a song called I Would Die For You. And, and it's interesting because the way they wrote it was I would die and then the, the number four and the letter U. Now, check this shit out. The number four would be what? April. True. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And the letter U is what? 21st letter. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you do numerology on that, 
I would die for you would be April 21st. Guess when they say he died? <laughs> April 21st. April 21st. Now, see, that is what you would have to explain when people say, oh, no, that's just random. No, that shit ain't random. They already have the dates planned, just like a movie. When they release a movie on uh, February 22nd and they already got it planned and they showing the previews a whole year before, that's how they plan these rituals they do. Like even with the offset thing and the takeoff and all these other, Kobe Bryant, all of that. I could go into that because I'm just saying it's too consistent to be a, a coincidence. A coincidence is when something happens you know, no, I don't even believe in coincidence, but I'm just saying it's right. it may be once, right, or twice. But when you got something that fucking precise, that's not a that's not an accident. So, um, mm -hmm. and he was very he's very well beloved. Also, Jamie Foxx is probably like no cap. I don't usually um brag on you know celebrities, but I'm saying out of all the celebrities that you know, he's probably the most talented person. Mm -hmm. In Hollywood, because you got people that do one thing great, right? Then you got people that do one thing great and they do a few other things okay. But this is a guy that does several things and he does them all great. Like, that's rare. You know what I'm saying? He started as a comedian, right? Then he was a singer. He plays the piano. <laughs> then right. he's an actor convincing you know what i'm saying he's a producer you know what i'm saying usually you're not good in all of those things but he is he's good he does voice impersonation so yeah um but yeah we just have to realize that when you know you fall in love with these celebrities just know they're not like your average person once they get to a certain level they have to uh participate you know what let I'm me saying? See. let me tell you it, it, as of recent I've been flooded with legitimate people because, okay, doing what I do online, people are going to know and they're going to send me messages. But I've been getting some real messages. I'm not saying from real, like, like it's real, like I'm saying. It's legit, but I know there must be something behind it. All of a sudden, I'm getting all this love. And usually you think it's spam, and I just delete them. But I got a call earlier to have a snippet of my work, whether it's art or writing or something, put it in the New York Times. I said, how much is that going to cost me? I'm not interested in that, but I just talk with them just to see what it, oh, no, it's not going to cost you anything. Well, why are you giving me this kind of love? And I checked the company out. It was legit. Hey, what is that all about? Now I get a email from somebody who won't let go and I, I spoke to them over the phone I said I'm not interested I'm not interested in that stuff leave me be I'm, I'm coming up from the soil whatever I built up as far as notoriety online the supporters who are here some who left that's where it came from I never had to go and buy subscribers now this is not it but now here's another one I have a it just came in now I have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get you in a room with a dream team of speakers, bookers, 
a, a, a podcast and PR agents who are actively looking for the next speaker right now. To get in, you need to show up to my live, my announcement. This Tuesday, June 20th is free. You can read all the details and save your seat by uh, tapping here. I talked to this person already. I said, I'm not interested. What are you trying to pull me into? Like, like I get, I get a gazillion of these and some of them are just like fake. But yeah, I would tell yeah, them, spam. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm saying, listen, I'll tell them, just call me. This person who heads this thing, if they want to get me in there, call me. Of course I would turn them down. Oh, shit. I just had deja vu. Talk to wow. me. No, I just had deja vu. That, that's, that's, that's wild. That's thought, all the stuff I put out there that people don't like. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I turned 60 years old. Now you love me? Get out of my face. You ain't setting me up. You're not setting me up. And see that, and that's another thing. They don't like people that can't be bought. It's a rare person that, and I'm just keeping it real. It's mm -hmm. a rare person that can turn down something that they know can change their life. Like, you know, I'm saying probably 90% population in America, at least, if offered a certain amount of millions, they'll flip on their life. That's hard for a person to say, you know, no to. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the fact you have integrity, they feel like, damn, we can't buy this person. And that but, makes it more attractive to them. Exactly. These people never bothered with me. I never put anything out there that I want to be bothered with getting famous or get. Yeah. Tried me a lot early on, but they know. Now I'm in a different country. I got another decade under my belt. They know I'm not going to stop talking. I'm not involved with any of these groups. And, and I'm going to say, if for some reason they say, oh, this guy committed suicide. What? No, I value my life. Yeah. And because I did get away from the epicenter of the foolishness, because it's out here too. It's out here. I stay to myself. But if you think you that good, come on and try me because I'll drive a screwdriver through your eye if you get close enough to me. I'm not afraid to do that. If I know you coming for me, look, it may not be a mansion, but it's pretty big what we built. We're taking our time with it because money is lean now. We've been ripped off a bit. When we, when we first, people know the story, my inner circle. Mm -hmm. So I'm good. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I get my little retirement check. We, you know, and I don't even come on here like, yo, yo, gotta give me this. No, I worked hard all my life. Made some bad decisions in the past with relationships. Love my kids, but I willingly paid my child support. And I was the one to initial, initialize that divorce. Mm -hmm. Made some judgment mistakes, but no crimes. Maybe back in the day, I broke a few hearts, but never purposely. I get to this point. And I walk away from the gambling table of life content that I have a little more than I walked in with and a lot more wisdom that I came into this life with. I'm not playing the game. I'm done. I'm taking my proceeds and I'm going off into the sunset. If more is to come to me, it's going to come honestly. It's right. going to come when you right. Exactly. Whatever's for me is for me. I'm not envious of anyone around me. If you get a Rolls Royce tomorrow and mansions and 10 
people, women, that's a harem, walking around your house naked, serving you food, whatever. More power to you, brother. <laughs> More power to you. I, my father would not allow me be envious and get caught up thinking that makes oh. think about Akon when you said that. I don't know why, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Akon is out there too, though, in the motherland. Yeah. Right, right, right. It ain't too easy getting around when you get up in the mountains. This ain't Manhattan. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Even in the city. I know how to move in the city. I took to it like a duck to water. I studied it. I studied the rhythms. And I know how to be covert even here. I got a bald head. I know how to cover it up. I know how to play like I'm wearing a COVID mask. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's out here. The secret handshake groups are out here big time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Oh, they love and, Africa. Like, yeah. That's, and that's, that's their gold mine because, see, this is the way they deceive people is, and I've said this a lot, um, when they promote something, that's when you know that's, that's trash, by the way. Mm -hmm. For the people that don't know. Just letting you know, when you see right. a commercial, that means what they're advertising is trash because the stuff that's actually valuable, they don't have to hype it up. They don't have to promote it. It's value speaks for itself. Right. You know like you'll never see a Rolls Royce commercial. You'll never see exactly. a Lamborghini commercial. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You'll never see a commercial saying go to Africa either. My whole right. life. Right. I ain't never, and I'm in America. I ain't never seen a commercial say, I've seen them say go to the Caribbean. I've seen them say go to uh, Mexico. But Africa? No. They don't do that because that's their gold mine. And they don't, I'm just saying the stuff that is the good stuff, they quiet about it. Mm -hmm. That's the shit you should be worried about is when they quiet, that's what you need to look into. <laughs> Not the whole, hey, hurry up and buy it. Like, Right, you know right. what I'm saying? And if I gotta hype something up, first of all, it means the value. This is another thing. Anything that's being sold like that, it means the value of it has to be lower than the price that they're selling it for. Otherwise, there's no profit. Right? If I sell something for the value that it actually is, I don't make anything. So that means I have to sell it for more than it's worth to make anything. So I'll be telling people all the commercials and all this stuff they hyping you on trash but yeah africa is a gold mine literally gold mine too yes yes look i have been places here where they have little streams and stuff now people who don't know about it like okay they think gold is like pure gold and gold looking no it's it's in the stone and you have to mine it out yeah and i've been places where i've walked near streams and looked down and see the gold glittering in my face I mean, shiny gold, but like flecks of it. So that means it's down in the ground and you can get it. And it's not, it's something common here, not everywhere, but where I've been different places, that's why they used to call it the gold coast. And they mine gold here. And so that's why they made the decision recently, instead of going with the money that's here, the CD that fluctuates. And I think right now it's $1 for every 11.65 CDs. So let's just say it's 10. So if you take a dollar and the exchange rate is 10, one for 10, you get 10 CDs. It feels good in your hand, but that's really $1. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Mm -hmm. 
So if I have 10 CDs and it's a rate of one to 10, I have a hundred CDs. It'll look good because you, when you have 50 and a hundred in your hand, it's a stack. You know, it's not the American money, <laughs> but it feels good. So it's, it spends fast because it's weak. Mm-hmm. So you, when you come here, man, I felt like I was a millionaire. Man, we, we would go take some American bills to the exchange place and take, say, for example, if it was one for eight and we had 200 or what, man. <laughs> yeah, you technically were. You but technically it's going, were. Right. It's going to F you up when you go into, into the store because the one for 10 at that particular time, it's the same thing. So <laughs> you just got you more know, bills, though. But it looks like a bills, lot. It looks like, exactly. So you say, man, let me go on in there and get that box of cookies. Say for, the cookies cost a, a dollar in America. That bad way might be a 10 or 11 CDs. You're like, hey, and that goes down quick. Right. So I still think in terms of the exchange rate, my thing is I don't spend unless I have to. That's the way I got out of that game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like I spend the whole, like I only get what I need. I live below my means always. I'm not like that. Yeah. You know, Mr. Skirv is not like that. But it can be intoxicating sometimes because you'll forget. And when yeah. I first got here, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I look at, you know, I say, man, that's a good. And now the things they have in abundance here are the things that are cheaper, like mangoes. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get a way better price and get your mind blown. But see, the thing with that is you might think that's everything here. So if you come and you got miles and miles out in the country of mangoes, sweet, right by the tree, and people are going to start selling them. You're only giving them the money for that mango because they climbed the tree or whatever, or they got it and arranged it up. So yeah. you're like, Convenient. you're like, exactly, exactly. It's it's like, well, how much is it for those? I'm just making this up, but it's close to reality. They'll stack them up in these little, these little uh, plastic dishes that look like bowls, and they stack them up. And I'm quite sure you've seen them on some of the videos and stuff. Mm. And you'll ask them, right? How much? For this, uh, the 15 mangoes, fat, juicy mangoes, right? Mm-hmm. How much for the 15 mangoes over there? See, like, oh, God, thinking like America, where they might be three or four dollars each. Like, okay, they're gonna hit me with it. Oh, brother, just give me 15 CDs. And then the calculation starts. Like, what the hell? If it's one for 10, you mean I'm getting 15 mangoes for a dollar 50? Give me five of them bad boys. See what I'm saying? See what I mean? <laughs> That's because those things are in abundance. Yeah. You're like, man, I could spend. And then you go on in, in, in East Laguna or Sioux, right here in the crowd, the affluent, nice areas. And you spend certain things they have to import. They're going to tack on the fee that they had to pay to import the thing over from America. Yeah. And you're going to exactly. pay more for the American stuff here than you would in America. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's like that. And it changed right too. <laughs> And, you know, but this is the thing about Africa. Even though I haven't been, I know how big it is. And it's it's so crazy that if you were to walk around, like, to see every part of Africa, it'd probably take you 30 years just to walk. Like, the, the illusion was the way that they used to draw Africa on the globe. Yeah. They made it like Africa was just this little small. Africa is like. Oh, United States, 
times. Imagine United States about five or six times. Imagine that. Exactly. Now that's a lot because Texas itself is a country. Mm -hmm. Like Texas is so damn big, you could drive in Texas for two weeks and still be in Texas. <laughs> you can still be in Texas. That's how big Texas is huge. So I'm like, imagine United States time five times six, and you kind of getting a, 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 the scope of Africa. But yeah, um, no, you're right about that. Uh, that just showed you how much they charge us in America. They overcharge. Right. But there are some countries that it is a one-to-one -one ratio. Like if you go in Philippines. Right. Your dollar is certain cities in the Philippines. Um, uh, you uh, American U.S. dollar is like 20 or 21 dollars. And it spins that way, too. So meaning. Wow. It, it ain't. Yeah. It ain't like when you go in the store and you, you spend it all. No. If you take a dollar, they give you 20 of theirs and their spend as a dollar. Damn. So yeah, you will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that. Listen, I knew I knew guys in marketing. This was years ago, probably like 2011. Mm -hmm. It was a guy. He moved over there, married a, a Filipino woman, and they got a house. And he made he bought another house, right? And in that other house, he made the whole house into a call center, and he was paying them. Uh, and then they were outsourcing it to America, so he was getting the american fee for you know um phone worker but he paying them in filipino they're making like you know they're happy like if you give them two dollars check this out two yeah. usd an hour that's like forty dollars an hour <laughs> so they have you know it's right they're happy people right now that were in america you say i'll, I'll pay you forty dollars an hour to be on the phone they're gonna do it so you could take two dollars and go over there and get forty dollars an hour worth of uh work. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that is definitely that's what I'm saying. This is this is stuff they quiet about. You know what I right. mean? Right. And that's why all let, you let call me... your phone company. Uh huh. <laughs> you no, know <what> <laughs> real. Let's that's let, why let, ain't let, never an American let insert, <laughs> let me insert a little joke for for Queen Red. I don't know if she heard this before. She said I would be the mango queen daily. That would be my diet. Listen, the first time I came out here. I was bringing like sometimes 20 mangoes to the hotel room. I'd eat so much and wake up and didn't want to eat in the morning. I was so full. But here's the thing. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Solo fellow. Yes. If I'm saying it right, I know the team must be silent. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was at the hotel and young lady was there. Cause I only had like six units there, the small little place. And so a young lady knocked on the door. Oh, you want me to clean up? I kept the room clean. I had two or three shirts thrown down, maybe sneakers or something, whatever. I said, yeah, you can come and sweep up, freshen up if you want. And so I was already washed up. I did my online work, getting the footage up. And so I went to the bathroom real quick again, came back out. And she says, oh, what is this that you use? I said, what are you speaking of? You're using spray. What kind of spray? It, it smells so good. I said, I'm not using any spray. No, but you cannot tell, but it's something in the air. It, it, it smells sweet like mango. <laughs> and I said, I'm not, you know, because 
when you're used to something around you, maybe she picked up a scent or something. I don't know. I said, I don't know. So she walked into the bathroom. It's just stronger here. It's just more in the bathroom. You are spraying something. You have to tell me you're playing games with me. I said, no, I'm not playing games with you. So she said, it smells like mango. And she got me the toilet. Yes, you sprayed mango here. I said, oh, yes. Oh, she said, uh, you know what it is? I said, yes, I know what it is. I don't have the bottle anymore, but it's a product called Essence de Mango. <laughs> I used the bathroom so much for the mango. She thought it was mango in the air. Yes, it was mango in the air, but it wasn't the source that she thought it was coming from. I just wanted to get that one in there. Essence- uh, no, that's a, hey, hey, now check this out, Lance. Check yeah. this shit out. This is what's so ironic. You know what they call perfume? What? What? The French name for perfume. Uh-huh. Own all of the perfume bottles it's called Eau de Toilette. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know that part. I thought no, it was listen, mm-hmm. She said she thought you sprayed some perfume. Right. And it was no, it was Eau de Toilette. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, damn, that that actually fits right with the perfume. The toilet was Eau de Toilette. Yo, I was going to the bathroom all night too, for real. And, and, and when I when I actually realized what she was saying, I was like, "Yo, it do smell nice in here." <laughs> like it did, because this was like a couple of days. I mean, we were eating other things, but I always bring the mangoes in. And I was just eating it while I was like downloading video footage and editing, and I'm like grabbing. Man, I like to eat fruit unlimited. I don't want to, oh, I'm going to come home with two mangoes. No, I want to be defeated by the mangoes. I want to be defeated by the watermelon. I want to eat until I look at it like, I can't eat no more. And I still want to. I want to go to failure. Now, I will say, for those who come out here to visit, don't think you're going to have that experience in the city. Maybe at choice places, but I know like the Medina market, these jokers get stuff from out in the country. They have a truck that comes down to the market and it's on the street, right? And they have better grade markets elsewhere, right? But that one there, when we came in 2020, man, it was pretty cool. Mm. I get all these different mangoes and even on the block here where the apartment is, there's a young lady across the street. She's selling clothes now. She gave up on fruit because it was getting expensive. They couldn't make a profit from it. So they'd bring in these fruits that were a couple of days away or a good long time from being ripe so the people can sell them and it has a longer shelf life meaning right. you know so if you bought them you're like man this mango this mango is not even ripe mm-hmm. but see out in the country way out in the country i can't tell you how far maybe 100 miles maybe i'm talking way out where mm-hmm. there ain't no signal in certain places near some villages when they're on the side of the road with those mangoes, it's a quick sale. It's not a long-term thing. They just picked them, and they're ripe. And they have them by the side of the road because when you taste one, you say, oh, man, this thing is good. You know, you'll buy a whole lot, yeah. and you'll eat them that day. But out here in the city, they think they slick. So you know the sad part about it is we don't go to the, to the Medina market no more to get fruits. We may get some vegetables because that's different mm-hmm. right? for the things we don't have. But as of right now, Everything is growing in our garden, but it, yet some things have to come up more. Like there'll be trees and stuff in two years, right? But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's, too. it's a cultivation, but everything is there. But 
then you can do your own thing and wait for it to to ripen. But we've been dis. I've been di- man. I love man- uh, watermelons, right? When the girl oh, yeah. across the street was selling watermelons, I buy them all up because they were good, and she got them from another source with seeds, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't we don't have GMO stuff out here yet. They <laughs> do have GMO stuff in products, like when you see mm-hmm. some of the um, and it's weird growing up in America. But when you come out here, like there's a there's a mall about, and I can't say a mall like a big mall, like a big shot. It's a small, tiny place, got a handful of uh, like a food court, a supermarket, little game rooms, little clothing, whatever. Eh, overall, something that they set up because in this area, and I won't be here by that time. I'll be up in the mountains, but um, they expect this area to pick up quick. And I remember when I first came here, it wasn't like this. So this area is picking up quick with the building and everything. So they know that this is going to be a busy area. But like when I go in there and I see like the condiments, right? Like different types of ketchup. So if I see Hyde's ketchup, it's like, whoa, you know what right. I mean? Can't believe you, you, you'll see different types of, these are not things I'm buying, but I'm just saying you see all these different types of mayonnaise. Then you see Hellman's mayonnaise, like, oh, and that's going to be the most expensive things, the things from America. But a lot of the things, some things are made here in Ghana and some things they have Turkish condiments and Lebanese condiments and Italian or UK stuff or stuff from Dubai. And it's weird on this side of the planet to get used to seeing these other brands. And so I'm always inquisitive with stuff and I want to do shows on some of the things they have in some of the condiments and, and ingredients and like in certain countries, like, okay, there's certain things that in America, they allow to be ingredients in food. In other countries, they're banned. That's correct. You see yep. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it be made totally different. That would be great to see a side by side of the of the back uh, of the bottle, and just look at the difference. Yeah, but I'm, I'm mm-hmm. yeah, they put hell of <laughs> queen red pill. Yeah, in America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start teasing y'all again. But I, I don't really put up that many because I don't really buy as much as I used to. If I see it cut up in the city here, and I say city because it's still country. So where I am, you look in the, the mountain ranges behind me, and I'm just like a block or two out of Accra technically into the eastern region, but this is Accra. You know what I mean? It's like it's like being in, in, in New York City, but you live in Jersey City across the Hudson River. You're still in the New York metropolitan area, even though that's technically a whole different state. See what I mean? So this is the beginning. I'm like between the country where it begins and where the city begins or the outskirts of it. It's just different here. There's no way of comparing it. But mm-hmm. the differences and and like even when I go into the market and I want to I've been wanting to do this for a long time just to make you see it. I know you will take my word for it. But the fertilizers here. They're so they're full of atrazine. Mm. And you know with the atrazine, it has changed male frogs to egg-bearing female frogs. Mm-hmm. But the, the amount they gave them over a period of time, okay, it may not react that way fast, but it's got to have an effect. Then you have this stuff pushed on the TV on a psychological level. They're making it seem, you know, the rainbow stuff, and you got this stuff in your system and whatever, but 
there's a lot of modified ingredients in a lot of these condo- condoms, condiments, <laughs> condoms. Yeah, no, it, it, that's in that's in the word. <laughs> yeah, I meant. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see you, Sister Hope. <laughs> she said he shitted out the fragrance of mango. Yes, I did, and she loved it. <laughs> I told her you you de, you de toilet. Hey, it was bright perfume. <laughs> and you're right, big genre phase about hardly any GMO food in Africa, but they, they, they're starting to do it in the um the secondary things like the, the ketchups, the mayonnaise, the things you put on your food. Um, it, it, it's it, but they're gonna start pushing it hard though. But it's really hard to push that out in the country, even in the city. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to push that. Like, what's the advantage of that when you have that much in abundance? So, there's certain places in Africa where it's gonna be hard pressed, as opposed to a city in the north in America where they have to import things, which we know we can grow mangoes in America, but Mr. Skurv. Grew a lot of mangoes in Orlando in the backyard. We have several mango trees up there. I think there's eight of them. It's going to be crazy when it comes up. But like these things are in abundance. So how are you going to convince me? The other thing is that I'm leery of is the spraying, you know, um, the chemtrails. They don't do that out here. But That's what I'm saying. It's too big. You know, it's too big. Yeah. But remember in, in, in Kenya, when they had those engineered locusts just go through, and it wasn't too long ago, mm-hmm. and just destroy crops. It's like they don't want you to have your own source of GMO-free foods. So a greenhouse is in order and a strong greenhouse covered up completely with certain things. You know, so there's a lot of ways they want to attack us from keeping, you know, pure food and pure water, right? You can catch water here, but they may make it where soon you can't. I'm not saying I read that anywhere, but like when Bill Gates said that he wants to have everybody take the jab, the next the next round of it, like when they have this next thing come along, around, he's going to go to every village throughout Africa and make sure that everybody gets it. Good luck, Bill Gates. That ain't happening. Yeah, you might, ain't gonna happen. no. But you better go up in every corner, nook and cranny, cave, village, up in the mountains, whatever. And if they say black folks all look alike, how y'all going to know that? Because <laughs> I know I've seen some black folks out here that look like people I know from up in Harlem. Like, oh, same <laughs> no, shape, the head, same everything. Like, yo, you know, you got <laughs> up in Harlem, up in Brownsville, Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, good luck on that. That's right. Good luck on that. And I'm not really saying good luck, but that ain't going to happen like that. And damn sure ain't going to happen with me. Fine. You know what I mean? Yes, Mick John, we're we, we going to call it that Friday Night Live. We're going to call it that every Friday. We're going to have some fun. This one was like a little late because, as you all saw, I was warming up and putting out those little short videos earlier. I'm going to keep on doing those. I may not be four a day, but it may be two, maybe one, that and whatever. But as much as I can, you know, and I want to thank you all for the moral support and me making decisions with the site. You know, Mick Genre Faves, definitely we had conversations and she hit me to a lot of things. Master Glam, the support from Oyala, Queen Red, just all the names up in here in some way, you know, and thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Nephew, you know, they're going to mess with us. And I mean, come on now. I'm not into the hits, but them little short ones. 126 hits. <laughs> God dog, right? <laughs> 
Ah, uh, smoke and mirrors, y'all. We ain't giving up. You know what I mean? Facts. Yep. Yeah. They don't want you to have a sensible conversation. They don't want you to have that. Welcome and Mary. Yeah. They they enjoy us arguing too. Exactly. You know, I've been on Clubhouse. Oh man. And the potential, yeah. The potential is so great, but for the most part, it's nothing but diluted arguments. You know what I'm saying? Unless the room got a good moderation. It's disgusting because even the moderators at the time want to keep the drama going to keep the people in there. Yeah, exactly. They in there for the wrong thing. So that's why I say it's quantity over quality. Or right at that particular because you got all these people. So you, it looks like, oh wow, this is really something. But the people are there for the wrong, you know, they, they're there for the, the trash. Let me tell you so, something. I, I haven't been on Clubhouse in a long, long, long time. And the way it's set up, if it was properly utilized, which we know that decadence is going to always rule in this particular time period that we're in because of the vibration, right? If it was run right, man, that thing could be so awesome. Because, you know, when it first came out or a little bit before, the question was, especially on YouTube and other social platforms, is like, is Clubhouse going to put a hole in the viewership of YouTube? They knew it wouldn't take everything. It's convenient. It's on your phone. There's so many different conversations that you can talk about. You can have private rooms. It's in live time. The sound is enhanced. That's one thing about it. It's so seductive. It's like the people talking are right in your ear. But the, the last time I went on, I wanted to kind of calm down. We had did some shows all day and then went into the wee hours. It was daybreak. And, and I got to have at least maybe an hour before I can really doze off. It's like running a marathon and you still have to jog in place. You can't stop or you might have a heart attack. So I'm laying there. So let me go on Club, Clubhouse and see. Because you can reach out to people. They have their pages and emails and interesting people say, hey, I want to interview. I'm going to start doing that again. I could not believe how intelligent in this the people sounded in this one particular black room they sounded intelligent very much so accomplished like really like white folks would say he's really articulate right but when <laughs> i it began to permeate into my cerebral the conversation they were having there were black women there putting down african women in africa I mean, mm. we're all African, right? But I'm just saying some were, there's, but trace it back. It goes there. The whole planet's Africa, damn it. But they were really, really, really putting them down. Mm. And you have to kind of understand ignorance to not get pissed off as much. Because what mm. they were really doing, and they didn't know, they were putting themselves down. They yeah. were putting themselves down. Yeah, go ahead. Talk to me on that. No, I mean, you... You came out of that. So how could you, you know, like, that's like calling the kettle black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if my mom is an African and I come out and she gives birth to me and then I say, oh, look at these people, then, yeah, I don't think they see themselves as the thing. That's the issue is the identity. Is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're 
they think they're separate from women and nobody's separate from a woman because right. we all came out of a woman. Even a woman comes out of a woman. Mm-hmm. So to think that we're separate, like that, that that's a patriarchal, you know what I'm saying? Mindset that's taught over here in America. This, this has been going on right. for a long time. And no, they always try to put the man, you know. Here's the thing. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, Oyala. Yeah, this week we're going to do that. You know, come at it from different angles. I'm going to come out strong. So, many have seen the videos here. I'm not driving and getting around all over the place because I can show you some really beautiful, fabulous places in time. Once I'm settled, even before I'm driving, I have more time to get around, right? Because there's some things I've seen before that I'm like, man, I got to go there and show you this. You have poor people here. Yes, you do. But it's not a place where there's hunger and flies flying around some kid that got the ribs sticking out and hungry like that. You can see poor people. Mm-hmm. It's different here. You have the affluent rich folks, which are not the majority of the population, but as in anywhere else, they have the majority of the money. And then you have people who are holding on to what may look like middle class, but it's not. And then you have the people who don't have as much money. I'm not going to call them poor because them poor people out in the villages eat better. And I'm not putting Americans or us down, mm-hmm. but they eat better than us. Yeah, they do. They eat pure food. Mm-hmm. I mean, and unt- yeah, let me tell you something. It's not a sex thing when I speak about the shapes of the women because the men who eat like that, they look like bodybuilders without being a bodybuilder because they work hard out there all day. Not every everybody, but they're eating this food that's so pure. And they, they have their little things that are in the gray area, that the fufu and the banku and the starchy stuff, but they got so much natural weather and sunlight out here. It just balances out. So these women on, on Clubhouse... They were saying, yeah, they're all poor and they're walking around in the mud and, and, and they got the thing on their head and carrying it around. You may see that in the villages. Do they need lots of money to live there? No, because when they come into the city, I've talked to so many of them, even things I didn't record. This is the place where you have to have money. You can make money here on that scale, not New York money, not America money, but better than what they have in circulation in the villages, and a lot of them in the villages have been duped to think that, thank you so much, Sister Hope. And I've been missing a lot of comments because I'm just running my mouth, but they've been duped to coming into the city. Oh, I heard it's the same way when someone from maybe the South who may be a little underpaid think, oh, if I go to New York, I'm going to get paid. Yeah, you'll get paid, but you spend the more money. And people come here from the villages who are unskilled and They get dogged around. So they end up on the bottom rung, but because they're here, they feel they have a chance to go higher, but there's not the opportunities here. So for people who come to Ghana and say, well, I'm going to go there and just find a job. You might very well find one, but you got so much of Ghana waiting in line for that job. And they will give it to somebody else over you. And it's not going to pay. I looked at some of the pay rates and I have to um, gather this stuff. Um, probably tomorrow I'll pick up a newspaper, maybe scan a few pages or something on a website. You know, they have a spirit. It's not like it's so much stuff that you can look at it. Because even in America, it's not about the newspaper anymore. Because back in the day, let me look for a job in the newspaper. 
Man, if you do that now, you left behind. By the time you get there, the job is gone. It's about the internet now and send it in your resume. Ain't nobody going around like, it's only when they call you in, right? And they might even do a Zoom meeting on that at the checking you out. So it's different. So you have a lot of people who do construction or laborers and it's a classism thing here. You have the affluent who look down on, it's not even like, oh yes, we are brothers, we are black people. No, you poor little nigga. You may look like me, but I have a status over you. That's how many of them think. Right. So they will have housekeepers and, people clean and treat them, pay them next to nothing. You know what I mean? It's just different. It's just laid out different. But what I heard on Clubhouse, how they put everything down, and then they started talking about, yeah, ain't shit over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ain't shit over there. They all got these beat up cars. They all live in these huts. And, they, and now I started to get mad. Like, I'm yeah, that's old, not true. Right, right. I'm going to always roll out for my people in America. Notice I said the people, the system I don't like. I love the land and the streams and the mountains from sea to shining sea, but it's the people who are under that same system, which I am still under partially. I got away a little bit. The dog ain't bite me on my balls no more, just bit me on the ankle. I got a chance to get in the way while I hold my, hold my crotch, right? So I'm still in it. I got to pay for things. So but they were putting it down like, and I wanted to say so bad that I'm a New Yorker to the bone, but I know I'm an African man. And there's difference in the culture and perception. So we need to pull away from this thing that the Euros want us to think about each other. And that's the problem. And, and, and they were saying some, there's some really bad things. It, really, it hurt me just the same way if somebody was here and said something about my, my brothers and sisters in America, I'd, I'd get up in their ass because they're in front of me. You see what I mean? Man, it, but it, it just okay, the ignorance is just. Mm-hmm, go ahead. That picture though. I'm saying it's, it's not, that's, that's not everywhere. It's like small pockets of that. No matter where you go, it's going to be a poor area. But to act like all of Africa is like, it's just sad that um, it's our own that have been brainwashed to see ourselves that way. Like you don't hear any other race talk about their race as bad as we do. Think about that. Yeah. No matter how bad they talk, they don't talk about their own race as bad as we talk. That means we've been indoctrinated that much, you know, where, Mm-hmm. You don't even see that. Yeah, that, exactly. Somebody says self self hatred. That's exactly what it is. You know, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's sad when you look in the mirror and don't see your own reflection. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm you're like, oh, that person right there. That's man. They ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, uh, you know, that's your reflection, right? It's like the <laughs> dog. That, that sees his, finally sees his, his reflection in the mirror and he's barking at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't even know it's you. Like, and you have them out here. Like, when I go into, um, oh God, what's the, um, I know I'm going to tear the name up. Um, what is it? Um, it's another area where they have a lot of shops and, and outdoor. It's, it's better than Medina Market. It's like dope. Like, it's not just one little street. I can, it's like a mile and a half, two miles round 
around where all these little winding streets and trucks going and they with products and people stuff on their head, people selling stuff. I, I want to do this soon. I'm going to do, because we haven't been doing the walk and talks, right? But I, I'm going to go that because Miss Girls always, oh, my feet hurt. I'm getting tired. I'm going to go out there. I want to go home. Like she's down, but then she'll like get, because she does so much up on the hill. Me, I got the energy. I just have to get up early enough. I want to get up there on a sunny day and walk every street like zigzag, like I'm weaving, go up and down and then go the other way up and that nice and slow, even talk to some people, right? Mm-hmm. When you see how that place is and how it's an energy of commerce and, and, and hustling, but business and money, and we're not talking big money, but it's just interesting things over there and some interesting people. I got to show that. I haven't showed it in its entirety. I showed like a little short piece where we went to the electrical shop and the girls had some things on their head, like some, you know, they they working too. Young girls just working, doing physical stuff, whatever. I love that excitement. It's just like even being in New York and you're either on Jamaica Avenue or 125th Street or down in um, um, Delancey Street or Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn. So what I meant to say, I went off track, but we talk about those who think bad of Africa. They don't understand. And there are major cultural differences, but they're, they're, they're overlapping things also. So are we going to look at it where we are looking for the differences? Because we can find differences in people you think are exactly the same. Yep. You can look at your own very mate and find something that is not too good in your eyes. If you look hard enough, mm. why do we do this? Why don't we look for the common denominator? The common things, we have the common enemy. We have the thing that's working on our minds that they put out. You see what I mean? And so you have some out here, and I'll shut up after this, but you have some, you have some of the men. It's not as evident, but you have some of the women who, I remember we went to this appliance store and there was a young lady there and a man. The man was kind of like timid. It's a young man. A lot of Ghanaian men are like laid back and kind of like, they're not aggressive like maybe some Nigerians, right? And it's not a blanket statement because there are differences and exceptions to the rule. But we were asking her about some of the uh, washers and dryers because we have to eventually get those things. We shop around and they're brands that you don't see in America. But we stick with what is pretty popular and well-known here, but we were still checking out these other brands because people here would suggest things. Oh, that's not good. The, the Chinese stuff, stay away from it. <laughs> It'll work for a week and whatever it is and break down. Mm. Spent some money on this blender and nice, nice looking blender. Man, it looked like a spaceship. Mm. And we didn't do anything heavy. All of a sudden, it, it was busted. We brought it back. No, no, we don't take things. I'm like, oh man. And that, that's the way it is here. So anyway, that's young, yeah, that's this. Yeah, this this young lady, man, when I saw her neck, mm. how black it was. Not like black is bad. I'm just saying mm-hmm. she was a black woman. Mm-hmm. She had a nice shape. She was pretty. But, yo, her face looked like a mask because of the amount of bleach she put on oh. and just put it just under her jawline. Yo, if you're going to bleach, y'all, bleach all up around the neck, all down the neck where, you know, yeah. I knew a chick that bleached her whole body. She spent some money up in some bleach. I was like, you might as well put it in the bathtub and just bathe in it. And then she turned around and she had this snooty attitude. So I, I kicked back and I observed it. 
I didn't open my mouth. She didn't know whether, you know, you could tell by the way I walk and talk. I didn't talk yet. I could have been one of them dudes that you got people that look like they from somewhere else or United States and they open their mouth and you're like, oh man, you, you kind of come off like you're American, right? So she was talking to the guy about New York and telling him all about New York and New York this and New York that. And she was saying some things that weren't true. I forgot what it was. So I had to jump into the conversation. I was like, I say, ma'am, you said uh, so-and-so in New York is like this. I was trying my best to hide my New York accent. So she picked up on it. She says, yes, this, this, this. I said, have you ever been there? No, but I'm going to go in two months. So I said, but let me just tell you. I've lived there for 57 and a half years of my life. Well, not really, but 38 years. And I moved to Orlando, but I'm a New Yorker, y'all. I'm a New Yorker. I'm an yeah. African, I'm a New Yorker. That, that's my root. That's my stamp. <laughs> that's my psyche. But I got to live and die and just never go nowhere else. And, you know, no, there's no expiration date from what you are in your DNA. And I was telling her about the streets and different things. I forgot what it was, but she's like, no, it's not. I said, how are you going to tell me? I want to cuss at her. How, you, how the F are you going to tell me about a place that not only I lived in, but I explored? Right. Yo, you're talking to a super New Yorker. Most go to work in Manhattan, come home to their boroughs, and they don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. The 70s, the 80s, the 90s. Come on, man. So she caught an attitude with me and told me I didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man, I wanted to just cerebrally slap her, which I would never do nothing physical to a woman. But I'm like, how the hell are you going to tell me? <laughs> it's crazy. But, that, that, but you know what? That uh, cut it short. That that actually she showed you that she's a liar already. So <laughs> exactly. Sometimes we get mad. But then when you think about it, you're like, you know what? She saved me some time where I know off the bat this is a liar. You get what I'm saying? Where I ain't got to like talk for two weeks and find out that you're a liar. You lying already. So you didn't save me time to know not to listen to what you said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how I see it. But yeah. Yeah. It's, um, but the mentality, and you go, like, I can't come here to God and start telling Ghanaians what, what the deal is. Right. I can, I can, I can observe human nature and tell you what it is. But I can't tell you the culture. I know a lot of it now more silently, how people move, the perceptions. But I'm not going to tell you down to the bone from years ago when, you know, I can't tell you that. If you're honest, you can tell me I'll absorb it, observe it. But that 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 thing there, the big billboards with the bleach, bleaching all over, bleaching all over. I've had dudes roll their eyes at me. A lot of these dudes here straight up bleach, y'all. Some of them are worse than the women. Mm -hmm. And they look at me and roll their eyes because, and I'm not on that kick, like I'm American, so I'm better than you. No, no, you see where I videotape, man. I kick it with the people in the street, in the poor areas. I go through affluent areas too, but I'm I'm on the front line. This is not a production for me. Like some people come to Ghana for a vacation. Yes, we went here by by Black Star Square, and we went here and there. cool. That's your experience. But I live here, and I'm comfortable moving amongst the people. This is no production. But these dudes, I've had them when they roll their eyes at me, 
because they see that my complexion may be a little lighter than most. And I'm not hung up on that, y'all. Look me up and down. And we have a a type of uh, Ghanaian young man that I call the executives. These guys, I'm going to be real about it. They live in some poor neighborhoods. When they go to work, they dress up spiffy, nice shoes and white shirt and everything. And on the cell phone, they ain't talking to nobody. They want the look and they have that briefcase and they turn their nose up at other people who may not have those positions and they ain't getting paid. Now, here I am with a dolly going around the corner to the water place to get drinking water. And people drink the other water coming out the tanks, but I still don't. And we cook with that and everything like that. And the executives looking at me like, I'm better than you. How do you even have that? Like, I, I don't think like that even here. They could be poor. They could be illiterate. I don't think like that. I blend in with everybody. We rap. We talk. And when they see me here, most, hey, my brother, so-and-so, and I go rap with them. This week, I'm going to go up to the corner and get them guys on camera. We're just going to kick it. Their conversation may not be my conversation, but I'm not better than them. I, I, I'm going to, you know, it's just, I don't know how well people think. You know, it's really sad. Yeah, yeah it just shows you. It's, it's just different. Brother, I know that we've been going with time. I'm good, but I know you have that tooth, man. So don't grin and bear it if you need to go. And we can wrap it down and come back another day. I forgot. I said, well, we put an hour in. It's like an hour and 44 minutes. I'm like, whoa, it's all about you, brother. It's all good. I mean, I was going to cook earlier, but with that with that topic at the beginning. Yeah. Um, that uh, that's a That's a big, you know. Big shock for me, so. Yeah, you're shocked about Dr. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the real? <laughs> when I told you, because this is the first time I told you, so you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I told you to Google the link? Yeah, I was like, man, because if, like I said, if I had heard from somebody, I would have said, no. Nah. Right, right, right. But, but you I know I ain't going to lie about it. And I gave you proof. Yeah, when I saw that link and it was CBS, I said, okay, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm saying is it's not like, oh, this is a person that was a fraud. No, no. That stuff he was doing, he was helping people. He was. Yeah, doing- yeah, so yeah. That's the fact that. On he, the- has a, he has a talent. But yeah. she's the backbone behind it with, with, with the herbs and yeah. running the business. She, he didn't help her run the business. The business right. he comes saying he yeah right even if she was the one making it I'm saying the fact was he was getting that to people he was right. doing certain things that we saw those things right you know what I'm saying so it'll make you think that he all around was just legit but so you know to know that it's another side is like you know yes and to the extent that it is it ain't like oh okay he did a little freaky stuff over here. No, it's like 50 people that come forward yeah. that we know about, then that means... Goes up. It's not official with the courts, Yeah, but so many have been coming out to her and reaching out to her, so I'm going to let her tell that part, but yeah. Um, I spent time with... It was intense time. Yeah. Because like 
he went so deep on certain things that even he had to say, listen, I want you to videotape me as much as you want. I videotaped him so much. He was like, Lance, you got to get a rest, man. You got to just enjoy yourself for half a day. Right. Camera batteries charged and on. And when I get in, I get on the computer and upload, upload, upload. I think I did some live stuff. I don't like to do live stuff through a, a bad phone. And you get the, the fuzzy, I like good video quality. Mm-hmm. And so I found another way I'm going to experiment soon through my GoPro that I can go through the app and live stream that way. And I hear it's clear. So I will be trying to introduce that. And since I have this better phone, it's not top of the line, but it's mid-range. I can do live streams and do like the social media things on TikTok more and um, Instagram live, Facebook live. And I want to do it separate and I'll do some things across the board, but I want each of those platforms to have a little something different to say, let me go from this one. Let me, if I'm missing something or whatever. So as things pile up, that's the way I think just keep constantly throwing punches. So, sir, you know, but, but mm. I might just come on and just, um, you know how you have, uh, some of the other. Yeah. I might just come on and I want you to speak to her. I want everybody if they want to come speak, like we'll let us speak a little bit, put it down and you'll be, you can, and whoever else wants to be on, I'll put the link out there. And if you want to speak with her, fine. You know, I don't, okay. cop- oh, no, 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 no. I, so I was saying, you know, the way you do segments, I was like, maybe I'll come on. And just oh yeah. Like, like drop my little piece and then. Right. Right. Uh, I welcome that brother. I mean, we, yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever, you know, before and after. Because again, it's out there, and yeah. there are a lot of people who are disappointed. But there are a lot of people who believe, like, oh no, you can't. Like, 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 like I said, with black people, and not all of us, but a lot of us are waiting for the savior to bust through the skies. That savior complex, yep, Jesus complex. But we're gonna wait for this entity who is usually a lot lighter than us with straight hair and, and sandals. And sandals, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the worst thing you can do to many of those who are here and heavily embedded in religion is, is talk about their God. Like they can do the occult all they want undercover when they show up to church, they're the holiest people. And like it has been shared with me, the majority, at least 90% here are dealing in that. The occult, right? Not African spirituality. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, I want to touch on that one day too because um, give me a taste, give us a taste on that. Yeah, just well, I mean, yeah, because I, I remember I've heard you talking about that too. That's everywhere. It's not just Africa. The problem right. is, it's the way they're using it. So it's people that are saying it's bad. No, it's because they're using it on each other. Bad. Right. No, understood. It's it's you know? real. It's powerful, but it's been twisted around. But go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean the same as like a gun, right? Instead of right. us using a gun how it's supposed to be used to protect, we shooting each other with a gun. So that's the same as with any form of power we use. If our minds are not right, we're going to just attack each other with it. So it's not that the occult, because first of all, that word occult, that, that's a whole nother topic of how we are triggered by these words when they say occult and all that. All of that is Christian uh, brainwashing. They didn't put on people that when they say occult. Occult is a Latin word 
that means hidden. And what they're saying is, you guys don't worry about the hidden stuff. That's that's mm-hmm. the stuff that we deal in. We want to keep y'all stupid and y'all just do what we tell you to do. You don't ask no question. You don't look into the hidden things because the hidden things is what got the power. So I'm just saying, as far as that term, you know, they already spooked us with that. Like, oh, God. All the stuff that they do, that's the occult. <laughs> You know right. what I'm saying? Phone is the occult. This, the way that they brainwash us. Right. I'm you a child. That's occult knowledge. <laughs> but it's just, you know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. give a person a gun, they can shoot, they can shoot themselves in the head. They can shoot their neighbor or they can protect themselves. And so I feel like with African spirituality that people talk about, the context is gone now. And it's no real uh, integrity. So, you know, you got people that scamming with it. It's people trying to get over. It's people trying to get revenge on each other. And, oh, I'm going to do this to get them back and all that. And they won't use that to attack the main entities. Like, I thought about uh, all the people talking about this and that. And I'm like, why don't they do stuff to attack these people in high power uh, positions of government? Why don't y'all use that against them? Y'all fighting each other with it. So I mm-hmm. feel like it's more of, you know, it gets that bad rap because the way the people now are using it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it, it's it's definitely, it was something different before. They had a different purpose. It was actually, we was actually protecting ourselves with it, believe it or not. And right. that's what they, they had to get it out of our hands. Now they use it on us with the pharmaceutical industry. All that shit came from Africa. Mm-hmm. Right. They selling us the herbs and we lived in nature. We knew the herb. We taught them the herbs. Now they selling us the herbs. Now they oh, oh we got a company that's going to sell you. Like we taught them everything. But that's a whole nother. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it's just like a rap music video. Like you're not using the music. Music is a powerful tool. Yes. But if you're promoting drugs and killing each other and black self-hatred and hatred of women and uh, argument and if that's what you're using it for, that's the problem. That's all I'm saying about African spirituality. Yeah, they're using it wrong. It's, you know, most of them, oh, uh, I want a love spell. I want somebody. Yeah, yeah, man. You got to earn certain things. Like, you're just not going to you know, I, I want a five million dollar spell. I want you know, get your ass up and manifest it the right way. It's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm saying even if it was, I'm saying that whole love thing. I can see if you if you're younger, right, and you just right. learning. But I'm saying, just think about that. Would you want to put a spell on somebody to love you? Because then it wouldn't really be love, would it? <laughs> right, right, if right. Somebody chooses to do that. It would take the whole. So, you know, it's just people's minds ain't right. That's all I'm saying. It ain't the thing. You could, listen, you could take a person out of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. If their mind don't change, guess what they would do with the situation that you right. gave them? They will make it back into where their mind is at. Right? You take a hood person out the hood, you can't take the hood out of the person. So you get, you put them in a nice place, whatever, they'll turn into the hood. That's right. But that's the same the other way, right? If your mind is right, you put somebody in a bad situation, they'll turn that into mm-hmm. a heaven. 
or into they'll get it popping wherever they go. That's so, right. You know, it's just it's mind over matter on that. But yeah, it, it is sad though. Uh, in Africa, what they're doing and and they promote Christianity there stronger than even in America. I couldn't believe how, oh, how promotion. Yeah, it's it's more African Christians. <laughs> then, <laughs> you're mean, right. Like, man. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, you you bump into the church, you see a building abandoned and it fixes it up. So and so church. You'll go in the backwoods and see a shack. I'm not putting it down. You have shacks here. Yeah. You go to some of the poor, poor places. They have shacks here in Accra in the outskirts. And you're like, wait a second. Jesus loves me because the Bible told me so. I'm like, how many people packed up in that shack? You see a little sign, the, the, the so-and-so church of whatever, you know, the so-and-so that's, that's church. Of, you, you got these pastors, man, that are like they're straight pimps. They like are. they can't tell, you know, the blessed church of the horny loins. You know, you walk up in there, you were talking as a woman. Oh, they don't have it like that. I'm just made that up. But it's like that. Right. No, they see that. Listen, they watch American programs, even if it's on the Internet. Mm -hmm. that oh I can live that type of life I'm talking about you know they look at Creflo Dollar and all these and they go if I do that what they're doing I can make that type of money so when you realize and and here's another thing when you live somewhere you are so accustomed to something you, you see it as just normal but what I'm saying is church here in America especially Christianity and I know that you know a lot of people might be upset about that, but tell it. It's a business. It is a corporate business under five hundred one c three nonprofit, but it's all profit. So what I'm saying is, when you look at the structure of it, it's not real uh, uh, spiritual. I'm saying you supposed to go. You think you're going to church for spiritual, but think about it. When you go to church. In America, it is a business. You don't really do anything personal. It's not like you're gathering around with people and you you coming together and putting together your your energy oh, they and coming and together, right? in about your ancestors and your <laughs> culture and no, it ain't none of that. It's you go to it's just like going to the movie. You go watch a show, you watch the choir sing, you know what I'm saying? They they barely let you shout now. They'll you get kicked out. Yeah. Then you watch the preacher do his little diatribe, you know, and pick whatever scriptures he want to freestyle. And then they collect your money. And then you go home. And they call that <laughs> God. They call that spiritual. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's really, it's fundraising. Right. Fundraising. You know, I've never been to one service, you know, because I grew up in church. I didn't go to one service where they said, okay, you know what, this service we're not gonna collect offering. We're gonna we're gonna just this one service, we're gonna not collect offering, right? I've never I've never seen that. Right. So that lets you know at the end of the day, that's the main thing that it's about. They will yeah. never turn down. I remember one time they collect offering four times. I counted six in one of them. I tried oh, to come no. late. I didn't know they had a six one. <laughs> they got me on them uh, uh, at the end of the service. I'm like, yo, yo. <laughs> But you know, you tell people, and I and I understand that too because you know it's people that 
hold that dear to them because they grew up in it and you know they vibe with but i'm just telling you it's a business at the end of the day that's what it is and it ain't really um the full thing because check it out in all the most devastated areas there's no grocery store it's food deserts right ain't, ain't no community ain't no community bank ain't none of that but guess what they got they got church and they got liquor stores mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all the most dangerous uh violent desolate places in america that's mm-hmm. what they got so if people think that that's the answer it's on every block it's not the answer everywhere us coming together without a system you know what i'm saying just that connection of even having a conversation like what we're doing right now but i'm saying as a group we don't we everything's monitored with black people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you can't you can't have this conversation in church it's a monologue in church you better not bring it up you know what i mean and if you say something they're gonna kick you out because you're messing up the money brother i mean uh you're messing up the service brother <laughs> like you're messing up the uh, um but yeah it's just we're so we're so used to being sold that if somebody gives you something of value and they don't charge you you think it's a scam yeah. that's america it's that bad we get sold every, listen from the cradle to the grave if you actually think about it because most people don't think about it but from the cradle they sell they sell us everything and they selling us trash they sell you school mm-hmm. that you need school that you can't learn from your parents or from people who do things you need a, a certificate they sell you that then they sell you on marriage right because mm-hmm. you gotta go get a marriage license you gotta pay for the wedding you gotta pay for rings you gotta pay for this you gotta pay for that they sell you on college now you got fifty thousand dollars in debt and guess what they they put interest on it <gasps> oh man so no so now you got your college degree you got your because everybody peer pressured you to get your child now you got your children you got to pay you got to pay for your children so then oh you know what i want a house and they give you something called a mortgage so they saying you're not going to pay that off until you die like you 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 will die paying it that's what mortgage means more more means death more death gauge means note or bill so they saying it's a death bill meaning the average person's income they price houses you won't pay that in your life if unless you get a different income it's not possible to pay that off especially with the with the interest so i'm just saying it's all these scams and then you can't even die they charge you to die you get charged to die <laughs> like <laughs> wow like it's just certain right <laughs> you know? oh like i seen a cat it was a casket for like forty five thousand dollars shoot a casket it's going in the ground yo me just get me a couple of um pieces of plywood from home depot or lowe's i'll cut it with my circular saw build it Drop me in there and put me in the ground. Let that thing deteriorate. The bugs eat me up and go back and paint. Put me below a tree and so so my remains. I mean, I, I'm not into never. 
That's what I'm saying. And and it's like if you if we don't wake up to this, they're just gonna scam us. Cause as as far as it's like they have created the ultimate consumer with black people, meaning um a black American. Because we're not attached to culture, we're not attached to origin, we're not attached to any values. So it's like you got a a clean slate to just make this person buy from everybody, produce nothing, and you know what I'm saying? And then you get all the assets when they die. That is just, I'm just saying, like, it's horrible. And somebody made a comment the other day, and, and it's so true about all this name brand stuff, right? They said it's like a doll. You know how you have a doll in the doll shop and they dress them up with little whatever. It's like we're wearing their logos and stuff. They're dressing us up like they're little dolls. Like we wear their their brands and we, you know what I'm saying? It's just so <laughs> if you don't wake up, it, that, that's that's pretty sad, you know. And um, people talk about the afterlife and all that. That was a translated word. The afterlife is reincarnation. That's what they meant. Unless you ascend, you coming back here. I don't know why people... That should not be so far-fetched in somebody's mind to understand. You know that. Yeah. yeah, they can accept that. Absolutely. You know? So you definitely don't want to have a hard life and then flunk and have to do it again. Like, I don't want to go back to first grade. Would you... All right. You say you... <laughs> can you imagine? Somebody said, hey, you got to right. go back to first grade, Lance. Oh, hell no. Matter of fact, they did a movie about that, too. This shows you that they are telling you that's what this is. Right. Uh, with Adam Sandler, I believe. He had to go back to school. That's what this shit is, Lance. Damn. Life. We know everything in life you got to work for. Right. We're just, we're just saying just common knowledge. Right. So why do people think on the spiritual side that you, you can just, oh, you know, uh, I'm good. No. This shit is, all the all the babies that come here are old people. Mm -hmm. These are old people. When a baby's born, why do you think a baby don't come here looking young? A baby comes <laughs> an old person. <laughs> They're in a the diaper. Right. They slob on themselves. They don't got no the, the hair is thin. They don't remember anything. You gotta feed them. You gotta feed them mush. I know. So they say twice a baby, once a child. Oh, oh right, right, right. Um once a man, twice a child, yeah. Yeah, and once a man, twice a child, or, or twice a baby, once a child, because mm -hmm. if you live long enough, that diaper that you was wearing as a baby, that becomes the adult diaper. It depends. That stroller that you was in mm -hmm. becomes a bigger stroller called a wheelchair. That high chair. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And the walker, it's the same thing. And then you start having to eat mush again. You lose your teeth. Somebody got to uh, take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Completely start forgetting. You start yep. talking like that. Start gumming. Mm -hmm. I've seen older people, they start gumming again. Wow. Have you seen that? They yes. start gumming. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> these people, these babies being born, are reincarnated ancestors who 
did not do the work, the spiritual work, I'm saying, to get themselves to a certain level to uh, sin because, and that's a big topic, but I'm just saying, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we they want to distract us about, you know, and keep mm -hmm. us just, because this shit here, I'm just telling you, listen to some of people's lives, just listen to what they tell you. This shit is treacherous. I don't care what nobody tried to sugarcoat it. Right. Yes, there's good things in life too, but I'm talking about for the most part, this shit is rough, yo. You got to be a warrior to survive in this terrain. It's a wilderness. Life is like what they say. Even in the Bible, it say only the strong shall survive. They talking about you got to have knowledge. You know, um, yes. Those who don't perish for a lack of it, and so, man, it's just. It's so many things to to touch, but I feel like this next generation, along with the, the ones who still have an open mind, are going to be a right. turning point. Because our ancestors, all of what we went through, that they're trying to erase now, would, I mean, it would be for naught if we just forsake all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. This is the opportunity of a lifetime, honestly. You know, we just really? need to see each other as one. That's the hardest thing that I see. It's, it's not the people. It's the mind. If right. I look at you and you look just like me, <laughs> but I don't see myself. I'm I'm brain like I, that's a that's mental. That's the problem. Like, it's not money. It's not none of that. It's the mind. They got our minds. So we, but, we, we need to change there. Yes. Know, have a chance. But yeah, but no, that, that's why uh, I enjoy your platform because you keep it real. You keep it straight, just like life is, just like truth is. Right? Truth. Yes. You know truth because it got those rough edges. Yeah. You see something with the smooth edges? Yeah, I can't smooth it down. I would yeah, not want to smooth it down. You know what I'm saying? You can't file it down. It ain't the truth then. Right. You take exactly. the truth. Out of the tiger, it ain't a tiger no more. You know what I'm saying? I want to get, I want to get more grimy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not lewd to be lewd, but I just want to. The older I get, or the chronological, you know, process happens, is, is the more I just don't see the need to sugarcoat. Not that I sugarcoat, but I can be. I'm still too polite. I gotta just. I gotta be me. It's just that I want everybody to know that I love them and I'm not trying to insult nobody. And I will also always explain uh, the surgical precision way I'm going. I'm like, listen, everybody, I'm going in on this particular faction. If there's any similarities between you and them on any level, it, I'm not meaning you. I'm not throwing off on you. And I'm speaking to the chat room and anybody who listens to this past, present, future, or present and future. But this is what I'm trying to extract. This is what I'm focusing on. You know, so I, I don't do the stereotype thing. I don't do, you know, but there are factions in our community worldwide that need to be dealt with and spanked. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm the one to do it. Like, I know everything. But if I look, wherever we are as a group, like, say, for example, I would have different types of parties. I had adult parties. I had fight parties. I had regular birthday parties. I'm a person who would throw parties and enjoy the, the mixing and melding of the energies. But I always had people there that were my boon coons from way back. 
that the other people who may be new to a point or come there with a friend that I know that if they saw a CD on a table, like the old, you know, the CD, CD player, they might slip it in their pocket. Let me tell you something. I had a collection of almost a hundred, about a hundred CDs plus. And I had a CD player back in the eighties that had a hundred slots to run, you know, CDs like album. So you let that run all night. You didn't even get through 10 albums yet. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was right there. And friends of mine who I knew for years that if they had their back turned, like somebody might go there and say, oh, this is nice CD and slip some out. And that went on for weeks because my spot was always like a gathering place. Even if it wasn't like a, I'm having a party, everybody, they, people just showed up just on the normal. Mm -hmm. If there was a boxing match, they didn't even have to call and ask. Because the way I had to set up every room had a TV, a big TV, every single room. I'm nuts. Like even the bathroom. <laughs> you ain't missing a fight at my house. You go, you go squat down. You can take your time in there because you don't get every round. Just make sure your hands are clean when you touch the remote because I don't want to see any color on there other than red, <laughs> white, and, and gray. If there's brown right. there, we, we got a problem. You was an eating child in my bathroom, right? <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? Like, when I went to the CD player, like, was, all those CDs were in there. It's just like, let it roll. And I was playing it. I'm like, how did it jump to this one? Man, I had 13 CDs left in there, man. Somebody, people came in there and were just helping themselves. Wow. So toward the end, one of them got caught. One of my friends said, yo, what are you doing, man? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I didn't take, I was always a busybody. So I didn't notice. Right. So, you know, now it's like, okay, you got to really test that spirit, vet who's around you. And I tell people, vet me on a regular. Vet me, Please. So you can move forward with me and, and have confidence. Yeah. If you see something or hear something, I will correct it. If I'm guilty of something that I didn't know I did, or maybe I'm stepping on somebody's toes that, or something is misconstrued, bring it to me and I'll be like, oh, I didn't know. This is what I meant. So this is why you have people like the good doctor here who we're speaking about tonight. And I'm not going to bite my tongue, Dr. Kang. Who the videos are still up until we do that show because they will reach out far and people will see it like, yo, once they see the show, I'm going to really put the playlist in like, yo, leave your comments. If you don't want to call the show and talk, go on one of these videos and tell it anonymously because mm -hmm. I have a plugin. I have a, I have a, a, actually an app in my phone that if you make a comment on a video 10 years ago, 13 years ago, it comes like it's new. So you ain't getting away with some sly stuff, but if you need to talk some real stuff, you can do it. But I will know what is going on. I Since the show started, I've checked it 10 times. <laughs> if I have a nervous tick, that's what it is. I'm always checking what's coming in. So, like I said, see, something just something else just came. <laughs> At what time? It's 5.59. I still get so, okay. Yes. I know who that is. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. I give them go to the bathroom. Bring, let me check this stuff. You know, so it is what it is. But we have to really deal with the unseen world. Like we can see a person, but not see what's inside of them. Yeah. And, and so that's why, you know, I threw this banner together real quick. I said, every time we do a show and his brother, I said, I got to have eyes up in there. Look at some of the old shows and, and the ice and playlist. 
on my YouTube channel. It's always eyes. I, I just like to see yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way I do. Yeah, I didn't know we were gonna do the show tonight. You know, yeah, I called you and that's what it was. And I said, okay, give it twenty minutes. Boom, we throw this band together. Pop, 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 pop. Throw it up. Make the link, and we're here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, brother. So we'll wrap it down soon. I'm gonna hit the sack, but it ain't gonna. We ain't. I'm not gonna wait. I want. I want you to do when you have the time. Me talking less. And you going in on certain points that you want to. Because this basically tonight was a conversation. It was kind of fueled by the disappointment of what we found out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. That, that, yeah. But because your mind was blown. It to be said, though. Yeah. Right. So you, could, you, you couldn't even perform and operate the way you usually would. Because that, excuse my French, but in the back of your mind, I'm going, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Dr. K. Oh, shit. That, that, you know, so I knew that. So I said, let's just build this as a conversation. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. No, that, that, that's what I was thinking about. Because when you first told me, I was just like, man, like it, it still took me. It's like I was hearing it, but at the same time, like just trying to like restructure yes. what I thought I seen. Put it into place. Because it's not like, oh, okay, you hurt this guy. No, met the guy. Hang with the guy. Live, mm-hmm. you know. Stayed a little while. Ate. Right, right. right. Like that's over there. Hard to kind of got up in the middle of the night and ran into him in the kitchen. We talked for two hours in the wee hours before daybreak. Just all of that stuff. Going here, going to this house that he had some connection to, some luxurious whatever. All kind of races and like his reach, right? Like it's like okay, he's so even. Other people are digging them and like dad, you know what I mean? Like, but he's taught telling it like it is though, still. That that appealed to me, but I noticed that that was only when I was around, you know. And there was one dude that we went to um Galveston, Texas, mm-hmm. and we spent the night, maybe two nights over there. And there was one dude who he couldn't keep himself off the off his laptop. I forgot what kind of business he was in, but he was highly praised by Dr. Kang. And, you know, he saw what I was doing. A lot of times he stayed up and I stayed up downstairs mm-hmm. and came over the table. He's talking. So I did pick up that he was of a rainbow flavor, very subtly. But I know when that's around me, but we were talking on that level. Mm-hmm. I was tired and I wanted to stay up. But I'm like, yo. I'm not dozing off in this couch down here. I don't know. I have to, I have to kill somebody. So we go up to the room and lock the door. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? No, but, I and he was brilliant, though. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant. And, and we talked and, 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 you know, he showed me some things, but I picked up on something fraudulent. I caught him in a lot. I wasn't looking for anything, but it was just obvious. He was tired, so he, he let it hang out. And he sent me some links, and then I re-googled the name and saw some other things put up about him. And I'm not going to quickly believe anything, but, mm-hmm. you know, I went down the rabbit hole and I'm like, yo, this guy's a shyster. Mm-hmm. The way, trust me, is I'm not just going to hear... Other guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not just going to hear one thing, whatever, and just jump on somebody, whatever. No, I'm not going to do that. Right. But, you know, the way, long story, I know how to search people 365 degrees around. And then I sent this stuff to my friend. 
who does the heavy lifting on the site in Dubai? He's like, yo, he didn't say yo, because he's like a Pakistani dude, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, this is fraud or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and he pulled it up and showed me. And there were complaints on him and this and this and that. And then there was some gay scandal. And I'm like, oh, man. Wow. It was convincing, you know. But some of the people didn't know. Some of the people that came along on the healing tip and took them for granted, you know, because, you know, let me tell you something about white folks. They will go, they will roll with you immediately on site. If you black and you come from another country and you're doing something so different with confidence. Like Dr. Dr. King, I can heal you. I can heal you. I am looking in your eye right now and I'm telling you that you have problems with your liver. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And he'll come out and say something crazy that might be true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not having liver problems from what you ate, but you need to fuck more. If you don't, if you don't have orgasm in the next 24 hours, <laughs> you just jerk off every night and you, they'll come like, yo, I did it. I feel so much better. I'm just making fun. He didn't say that, but I'm just saying he will come, come <laughs> off with some crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Because we had a man-to-man talk, right? Just different <laughs> things. And about how, how do you feel about this? And how, uh, we, we, we talking. We sort of talking about sex lives and stuff like that. And he got mad at me. Oh, no, no. You cannot do that. You're not supposed to eat a woman's pussy. No. I said, listen, doc, I respect you, but I've been doing this for 55 years. <laughs> I know I was molested at five years old, but, you know, I don't think there's no other 60-year-old out there who can say they did that. And he was like, no, 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 it's just nasty. It's a son song. Mm. Yeah, but he's the same guy raping chicks. Come on, man. Yeah, that's a whole different. That's what I say. Like, it's that's crazy that you gonna tell had a little freaky fetish or something. That's one thing, but when you, that's why I was saying I, I just couldn't. And this is the thing: I don't need no pumpkin pie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing: I'm saying what was so shot. What what made it hard for me was I got that image of you going down there. And <laughs> Nothing yes, flat. Well, at least not nothing too much. Where he looked legit. He talked about how he can hold the the rain. He could do this. He was a yeah. he was a. So I'm thinking like, what? No, all of that, and it was yeah. That's that's wild. I I, re- <laughs> I remember I remember growing up in Cameroon, and my grandfather <laughs> Yo, was why. He was the last one to levitate and fly, and I, I, I'm going to do that soon. But I remember there was a python that used to crawl through the window next to my bed, and I used to sleep with the python, and he'd wrap himself around my neck, and, you know, we were great friends. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who says that? He had to get forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, but he found that I did, too, so he got along with me. You are funny. You need to be comedian. You need to be comedian. Yes. <laughs> this is wild you know there was another guy that got caught doing the kind of the same thing an African doctor this was a while ago wow. my friend had sent me to uh, it was a link you know it was supposed to be funny because this guy got caught this is how this guy got caught he had a, a clinic and he it was women he was supposed to be helping them uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, was it abortion or was it it was something he was helping him with but anyway he would bring him in the office and convince them that he needed to have sex with them in order to relax <laughs> the, he said relax the muscle or something but anyway mm-hmm. this this woman goes in his office and her boyfriend is out in the hallway waiting oh. so he's doing this with her guy oh. outside so he he's like stepped in for a minute and caught and that's how he got caught but oh man all these different women yeah this was a while ago too but yeah he was con- trying to convince the women <laughs> that he needed to have sex with them for whatever procedure it was so i'm like man that's just i wonder how prevalent that is with with uh you know mm-hmm. different doctors in certain areas i mean i'm not stereotyping just saying you know, a lot of funny oh, business. Own, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no, but there's a lot of funny business going on with the pastors out here with the so-called healers and doctors, and they are blatant. Like you could see it on them. Like, you know, I can't get down like that. You know, they hate you know another thing. They hate when you call them out. If you because you mm-hmm. ruin it for all right. the people that they're yeah, it's like you like, hey, I see through the bullshit. They like, ah, oh, get him out of here. Because yes. you waking their eyes up, you know, yeah, the victims, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I will do that. Mm-hmm. I will call you out like that, you know. In other situations, other than pastors and you know fake doctors, you know those there've been some who've done some work for us and jacked it up or took some money and never came back and all that stuff. I'll call them out. They think I'm crazy out here, even in public. You know what I mean? Like, like. You come on, like contract work, yeah. contract, yeah, and just even in passing when somebody tries to rip you off or rip somebody else off, like no, no, don't do that. You ripping them off, blah, blah, blah. like I'm, 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 I'm getting more and more like Paul Mooney as I get older, the straight Paul Mooney, okay. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but listen, listen, yes. just real quickly, somebody told me it was a guy, uh, in. Uh, a real estate field for a long time, you know, he's a veteran and he's basically saying, forget what people try to guilt you or whatever. Cause you know, we all, you know, try to be decent with the people that you hire. He said, right. what you got to do is, cause he's been in the business a long time. He said, forget all that feelings and trying to make you feel like you ain't doing it right. You, when you hire a contractor, you do not pay them. Right. So they do the work and, what you only pay for, you pay for the materials. Right. And then each day they're working. That's the only way. You're right. Because right. if you if you give them the money, it's a chance. You see what I'm saying? It's on yeah. faith. They may just run. Well, see, there's another level of work that we're going to have done soon. Yeah. You know, and um, that's how I'm going to do it from this point on. You got to. And, and I ain't playing because... You know, these jokers, man. And, and they do Ghanaians that way. Ghanaians do Ghanaians that way. You know, and they're always smiling. And, they're, you know, when it's time to handle a little money, and they go for two weeks. You don't see them. Oh, yes, I will be up there at 830 in the morning. Look, if you're going to get me somewhere, even though it's my own property, I got to sleep, man, because I never really get to bed on time. So I'm not going to get up there half tired. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Piss me off. One time, when Mr. Scurvlassie was in America, I had to have this guy come over to, to, to install the last few doors. We got one more in the kitchen. 
that goes into the balcony that she wants a glass door there. So she wants to choose it. It's going to be like, you know, that's her little piece right there, like in the kitchen, you know. Um, I had the doors. I called the guy. He said, okay, meet me there 730 in the morning. And they will show up early. Mm-hmm. I mean, like sometime I've even had it where I've agreed to be somewhere or about a property at seven o'clock. And you're in the bed. Brrr, brrr. It's dark. You're like, hello? I am here. I am here. <laughs> hey, yo, you, hey, when you did that ring, that sounded, you had a little Jamaican accent right there. That was, that was... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Right. Okay, you, you there two and a half hours early. I will be there at the time we said. I am here and I'm going to just rush up because you, and then when you don't want to be there, I can't see you. But that guy I was waiting for him with the doors, right? Now, this is my thing. Don't have me somewhere hungry yeah. where I can't get to my food because the deal was you show up 730. I'm already full. I'm going to hang out there for a couple hours and I'm going to go take a walk up into the main town. You know, just it's a town. It's a, it's a, it's a, just a little whatever, you know, but I can get some things fruit that I want. Cause when I got up, there, it was too early for that. Mm-hmm. I sat in the place and waited, 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 waited. Guess what? That joker didn't show up till three 30 in the afternoon. See three 30 in the afternoon. I was heated cause I was hungry. Oh man. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Listen, it's people that, you know how they say it's business, not personal. It's right. people that we're decent people. So we give people the benefit of the doubt. We give people, oh, no, I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I'm going to take care. No. When it comes no. to contracting, it's like this. You do the work, then you, then you uh, get paid. If they don't do the work, That's right. I don't care whether. And then it's another that flag. If they don't want, if they insist that they're not going to do it that way, that's a red flag. Red flag. Because if they legit, they want to prove to you, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. Right, right. That's cool. I'll do the work. Right, and you pay right. Me. But they be like, no, nah, no, nah, man, see, we need you to pay because uh, they, nah. You haven't proven yourself. You don't know them yet. So I'm just saying that, you know, for the future, because there's people that have lost big money. Yes. Contractors, and they run off with the money. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a fact. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's not going to go down like that anymore. We had one knucklehead. Let me see what this knucklehead did. Mm. Let me see what this knucklehead did. And he had nerves and want to get money out of out of me. This choker was finishing up a part of the house that the other guy ran out on, got some money and ran, right? This guy comes. Mm. He 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 makes a vent. From the kitchen, it's going to go outside to sweep out, to take when you put the hood over the stove and all that stuff, to take out and we put the filter and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what this joker did? Mm. He had a key to get up in there for the couple of days he was doing the work. So it's like, okay, it was raining bad. We said, okay, we called him. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, do the work, lock it up, whatever. We'll come check it tomorrow. This joker built a vent inside, bust the floor a little bit, to the master bedroom. So the vent up in the bedroom, man. What kind of? Why did you did you you called him out on it? Oh yeah. Oh, I got it. What, what, what did he say was the reason? Because I want to know, like, how you explain? Oh, oh he he had no reason. Like, <laughs> like I have to say that some of these guys, they can do work, but they have no common sense. So you have to be on their ass the whole time. 
Like we have the plans. We have the plans. I mean, everything in detail. And this guy decided, this next guy decided to put a, a window inside to the hallway from the master bedroom up on the third floor. What? Who told you to do that? We want to have privacy. We have windows and stuff. But and then they say it is an American house. Listen, a lot of these guys, they stuck in the old school way. Number one, I have hangups. I have to have lots of light, lots of little lights on multiple switches. If you're going to build it, do it customized. I made the floor plan customized. So now you're running the lights. I do not want to be like a lot of these older Ghanaian, Ghanaian homes where no matter what, there's one light bulb in the ceiling, in the room. No, that's gloomy. Mm-hmm. It's gloomy. I'm going to run some around recess lights around the edges, some here, some there, with maybe two or three different switches. So if I want to put one wall on, lit lighter, no, do it right. Don't build a place like, oh, I wish I had this, wish I had that. Lay it out right. Oh, you have too much lights, too much. Of, no, but that's the way you want to do it. I'm doing it this way. I'm not a construction guy, but I'm a guy who can refurbish and, and, and do knock walls down, do whatever. And I'm an artist. I know what I want. I know layout. I know that. And so they're doing it almost mad. They didn't say it, but it's almost like the attitude. Who does he think he is wanting mm-hmm. to build Wanted to build that there's only two people here, whatever. I'm going to be satisfied for life. I don't want to, well, one day, if you're going to make the move, do it the way you want it. Right. Not build something to say, oh, this is for now. There may not be no for now. It might be tomorrow, might be my last day. Take your time, do it the way you want. You work hard all your life. I'm not a spring chicken. I may have the energy of a spring chicken. <laughs> so I'm not taking it for granted. We, you know, and there's other things I want to do in life if the opportunities come. But like I said, on the video, the slippery slope of life, I'm going to vibrate harder, deeper, and ascend right now. I'm not waiting because from the age of 60 to 70, it's going to go by like a year and a half if I, well, you know, next year. No, I wanted to go by like 20 years by being more intense. And again, the principle I always say is when you got three minutes to get to work, but you're 10 minutes late. When you're driving, you're looking up at the yellow on the other side of the light to go through that before it changes the green for your side. Mm-hmm. You use every millisecond, every scrap of time. And the funny thing, when you do that and you zone out, you might get there 30 seconds earlier. Like, how the hell did I do that? So I'm going to amplify and focus in more. I will rest. Yes, I will do that. I will disengage for the time of rest. When I'm up, this is a heavyweight championship fight, and I'm throwing jammies. I'm trying to knock this thing out. Not because I'm rushing, because, oh, I might die. We're going to transition. But I get off on that. I like to be at the end of the day, like, damn, you know, I'm glad I did it like that. I could have did one more thing. Mm-hmm. That's just how I am. And I'm enjoying it. This is why the, my age doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. If you start doing nothing, oh, damn, 
I'm 60 years old. I ain't do shit. It doesn't mean your name has to be up in lights. But right. within your personal life and your position and your station in life, are you doing the damn thing? Even if it's not acknowledged by the world, you feel it on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And even if, and, and the thing about it, the stuff that gets acknowledged by the world, is that stuff really uh, the most important stuff? That's the real exactly. It usually isn't. It's usually, you know, something that's just for a personal person. The the greatest work is the work that serves other people, especially multiple something that you could produce that could help multiple people than just one person. Yes. That's yes. the greatest work. Not oh, I got a award because I, I was a good actor in the movie. No, I'm talking about what did you do to help somebody, you know, um think differently in their life to make better decisions exactly you know change what they were getting ready to do uh had they kept that mind or right what you do to you know help somebody i'm just saying it, it don't always have to be something monetary some of the best help right. you can get is energetically ah there you, you go. know what i'm saying when you lift somebody up that's better than money right and see this is the thing can you help somebody beyond your lifespan? See, can you can, can what you do in this period after you're gone from this period? Right. If that's the way it is, can you help somebody 200 years from now from something you've left as a legacy, as a communication? Can can your influence go beyond this realm, this plane? You see what I mean? And it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't always involve money. You could be a regular dude or a regular, and I don't mean we, we, we're all great, but what I mean, yeah, yeah. something under the radar. Yeah, not, write, not a uh, high profile. Right. Yeah. And you, you write a book, and it may not be a big bestseller, but it lands in the hands of somebody who needed it at that time, and it transforms their life. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm into. That's you know, fact. you know, we know Michael Jackson has fans that won't be born for another 200 years because of the magic of technology, if that stands. Mm-hmm. But I always say the mark of a good father is one who sets up a system for his family that if you re- eventually just remove him, maybe unfortunate or inevitable, that the family can continue to go on. Unlike these fathers who will tell the family in a threatening manner, well, you better hope I live a long life because your ass is going to be trouble if, in trouble if I die because I'm running this shit here. You see what I mean? <laughs> That's a bad father. You're not even a father, man. What kind of egotistical punk are you to tell your people that you're supposed to be supporting and undergirding and giving wisdom? You want to tell them everything. You want to prepare them for everything so that if something happens to you, you so bad as a man. I don't mean bad like bad, but I mean good. Mm-hmm. So effective as a father, just your family stays intact and the momentum you gave them continues them on with That's the same fact. integrity that the mark you left on them. Mm-hmm. See? You 18, you got to get out. You know what I mean? In this economy, this... No, if as long as they obey your rules of righteous rules in your home and they're striving, 
The next move they should do is to move out on their own where they're going into their own. Check the Jews out on that. That's a hey, fact. Them Jews ain't gonna let you go in the hood in some apartment. Now, if you're in school and, and, and you gotta go for somewhere for a week or two and it's some kind of program in the hood, you know what I mean? I'm not knocking the hood either. I'm not saying anything's bad there. We have a brilliant minds and decent young ladies and men who are in the hood. But the general understanding of what might be there where there are crime and decadent things going on, that's the hood. And you know what? There are a lot of affluent areas out here that look pretty with gated communities. That's the damn hood because a lot of them cars or those station wagons that have the baby seat in the back seat are cars that are going to drive into to the hood to get a month's worth of crack. So they smoke and crack there too. I know about that. Mm-hmm. I never smoke crack, but I know a lot. I've been right all up in it to see it and know it. You see what I mean? So we can't take things on surface value. It's about what you're all about. Will it last after you're gone? Yeah, that's that's leaving it like what you say um, beyond your generations, because it's about what's left. Everybody thinks now inheritance is money. No, inheritance became money. Because of the value system change to make you think money is important. What used to be left was the knowledge, the blueprint on if I die to all my children, right? To all my children, this would be written to all my children. If I die, here is the most important things to continue the legacy of the family. Always do this. Don't do that. Remember this. Remember this is how you do it. That was the inheritance. They made us forsake that thinking that money without knowledge that come on, they're going to destroy themselves. If a person is left money and they don't have any knowledge on how to uh, use the money, they're going to just destroy. That happened to the uh, Walgreens family. Everybody know about Walgreens pharmacy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huge fortune. Guess what happened? The children Got the inheritance when the parents died, they mm-hmm. all overdosed. Oh man, yep, they got that money and they all overdosed. So that's an example of when the children it's the knowledge, and so they got us all chasing money. But I'm just saying, um, they say that the cemetery is a full uh, of treasure, Listen, yeah. If I can Broken have a book, dreams. yes, if I can have a book. Mm-hmm. Of my great grandmother, all of her recipes, all oh, of her eggs. Do this when you go to the store. Make sure you do this. Always do this first. If I had a book like that, she's yes. still alive. Exactly. Exactly. So that's exactly. what you get back to doing. That's what I really. I feel I that every family should write a book to your children and to your family yes. of the most important things. Brilliant idea. You know what I'm saying? In, in case mm-hmm. anything happens, because then at least that is passed down. And then at least they have it to pass down to their children. Right. Because otherwise, it's like we get robbed. You know, exactly. if the person dies, like you say, you depend on one as a crutch. That's not a good leader. Mm-hmm. or a te- It's not a good teacher. A good le- a leader wants you to lean on them. Mm-hmm. A teacher wants you to uh, learn how to do it yourself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you're absolutely right. That's ego. And matter of fact, that's what they promote nowadays as leadership is, oh, I got all these people depending on me. That's so crazy. yeah, I'm 
shit. I'm, you know, look, look, I brought y'all here and I did. No, no, you didn't do it. You're not effective unless what you did help these people do for self, do for themselves. That's right. So that's why there's just dependency. So then in that in that case, church is dependency. Ah. Now that's gonna hurt feelings. Mass dependency, yes. See what I'm saying? If that preacher, because think about it. If you go to school, even school, which is a scam, the one they're teaching us now, but at least they saying after a certain amount of time of going, you're supposed to graduate, meaning you're supposed to have enough that you don't have to keep going. But the way these churches are, they want you to go for the rest of your life. So that lets you know it's not the, it's not a graduation. It's a, a money-making scheme. And I don't know why. It's just people so brainwashed. They can't see yeah. God, but I don't blame them either. They're being manipulated, but especially emotionally. It's a lot of people that go to church and they're dealing with emotional stuff. And it's like a form of therapy, uh-huh. which I understand that part, but they're also being manipulated. Right? It's like it's like taking advantage of a of a person who's vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of single women who go to these churches. And then Jesus becomes their, like, I'm going to just keep it real. It's this hypothetical uh, husband. Right? I'm married to Jesus. Come on. Because then that is like, it's like trying to fill a void. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, oh, he's everything. He's this and that. He's my, my this and my and I'm but like, why do they have the battery-operated boyfriend <laughs> in the drawer next to the bed? I mean, they call out the Jesus' name when they come. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> and even the man ain't doing it where, I mean, hey, th- look, don't call no Jesus' name. I'm the one doing this to you. <laughs> right. Who's Jesus he? ain't eating no coochie right now. Don't call That's his name. Don't insult me like that. Who's Jesus? Call my name. <laughs> right. Who's the Jesus guy? <laughs> look through your phone. Right, right. Wait, I'm looking through your phone. Wait, hold on. Who's this? Who's this white man? Oh, you into white men now? Who's this white man? <laughs> got all these pictures of this white man uh, with his hands folded. What is this? Yeah, but check it. There was a dude when I was in Orlando. I was out there mowing the lawn, and this dude walked up to me. He had the Bible and everything. Right? He's, oh, you know Jesus is coming. You know Jesus is coming. You got to get your soul right. And I said, Well, I guess I missed the mark. Because Jesus came already. What are you talking about? I said, I got a neighbor named Jesus. And his window was open in his bedroom. And he had this new chick come over. Boy, he came hard. I got mad. (laughs) Don't tell me Jesus is coming. He came already. (laughs) Yeah, I think I heard you say that before. What what was the guy's reaction? His face got red because I talked about something sexual. I like shock effect when I know people, they're trying to be pricks or like come at you in this where you must bow down, whatever. No, I'll, I'll, I'll go there. I'll go there as deep as you want me to go there. Mm-hmm. I, I use it a lot when I was working in the prisons and the jails for real. That, you know, because you're, you're an officer and you have to be of high moral torpitude, ter- and they're not. <laughs> but they didn't know that I can get down like that. Mm-hmm. You know, before I, before certain time you have to lock them down in their cell. If the next shift wants to let them out a little more, they can. 
But at night, you know, I, I worked the night shift. But when I worked the mid shift, where I was getting off at ten thirty, mm-hmm. having lockdown for count and everything like that. So it was fun because I'd go in there and they were cool with me. So they make jokes at me. Your lunch, your head is big. I said, yeah, I know your girl likes it. I'm heading over there right after this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but they didn't take it serious. Right. But they tried me early on. They will try you. And this is a thing in life, too. It's like a boxing match. When you go out in that first round, you're feeling out the opponent, but you have to hit him hard enough where he respects your power. And that's in the back of his head because you really hit him hard. Not to knock him out. Oh, if it comes, yeah. But he always has to know that this, this guy can... This guy can bang. We're boxing, but if he wants to turn it up, he can. And then it's your job to do the same thing. So when you're in corrections, working that way, everybody knows on that job, you don't go there trying to be anybody's friend. You go in there hard. And once they get to know you, you can pull back a little bit. But don't go in there soft at first and then try to be hard because you can't because they they don't respect you. You see? I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're going to watch you. They're going to watch you. They're going to take notes. But see, that's a more concentrated form of the outside world because that's how it goes. You move into a new neighborhood and it's rough and it's gossipy, whatever. Yeah. You you basically have to mean mug when you first get there, when you know they're peeping out the windows. Like, yo, does that guy have a smile? You got to stagger your movements so they can't figure out what kind of job he works. If you're dumb enough to wear your uniform when you go to your car, they, go, they know what you where you work. Mm-hmm. Change in the car before you get to work or when you get to work. Park your car around the corner when you're home. Keep your lights off. Make them think you're not home. Just little things you're going to do in life. Keep them guessing until you know what's around you. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure you out. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I don't want you to figure me out, you ain't going to figure me out. I mean, I'm open here. And so many people out of the 71 people watching this right now, there's a couple haters. There's a couple agents. There's a couple gossipers. There's a couple of people that know me that don't want to be seen here because we don't talk no more, whatever. I know that. And a lot comes back to me. But you got to move sure-footedly and in your truth yeah. and be ready to time. I mean, I could be decent, and I am decent. You know, if you invite me somewhere, like I tell everybody, I'm not going to embarrass you. Right. So what, what kind of stories is this guy talking? This Lance, he's lewd. Doesn't he know this? He's a distinguished people. And I'm not going to bring stuff up. If you start cracking certain types of jokes, I'm going to join in with you, but not to insult you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the New Yorker in you, though. That That's what I mean, because it's like, in New York, it's like, put it like this. It's like, um, it's all respect, but if you start the first blow, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> I want them to throw the first blow. It gives me the legal right yep. to really... Just, just mash you up, mm-hmm. with, until they're like, "Damn, we gotta, we gotta pull him off." Like, <laughs> I don't move looking for the. I'm confident in myself. I'm not looking to do. I'm cool. But I, it, when it's all said and done, if police show up, well, who threw the first blow? I'm like, "Yo, he did." The crowd is like, "Yo, he did." Oh, yep. okay. You go. Yep, that's a fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I, I mean, I mean figuratively, it, too, I'm talking about just with the respect, like, you know, right? it's like, everything's cool, but as soon as you cross that line, like, you know, and some people do take people's um, respect for weakness. 
They do you know, take your kindness. For you. People mm-hmm. check. It's people that take your respect because they're so used to disrespecting people and also being disrespected. Mm-hmm. They take respect as a sign of weak, and then they then they're shocked as hell. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. you get a, yeah, but mm-hmm. why did you like? You see, what I'm saying you took it there. So yeah, exactly. that's, that's the sad part. That's why you gotta, you know. Yeah. I, I like the old song says. Doom 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 how how I'll take you there. Come on. Oh, I can go a lot of places. This this I can't I can and see look people see that right now in this point in my life, see they read you different here. They don't know how to read you, like where you're coming from, but I'm not a tough guy. I can get my ass whipped too. I got my ass whipped by 11 police officers, right? And survived it and they come up with more confidence because I know I can endure that. So one person don't scare me. But like in America, they know. They got to be high on crack or methamphetamines or angel dust or something to be out their mind. But the old school way of doing it, you already know. You can download that this person is not going to take certain. They're going to give you all the respect in the world. There are some tough, real tough guys that I've known. And I've given them respect, not out of being scared. Because they would read me and say, Lance, man, you a rough motherfucker. I'm like, no, I'm not. Hmm. You're the one who got bodies and, and shot up people and ran up in people's houses doing home invasions and yeah. crazy stuff. He said, yo, that's going to make me tough. I had to show out. I had a reputation. Right. You know what I mean? So when you get one, you're going to have to keep it up because there's a young crew coming up that's going to try you with somebody from somewhere else. Yep. But they know, they can feel it. Mm-hmm. That that I'm not looking to start with nobody, but if you mess with my family or anybody connected to me or do something wrong to somebody in my presence, I have to do this, man. <laughs> Yo, you, you, know, wait, hold on. <laughs> you know, hey, I hate to say that, but <laughs> Remind me of Mike Tyson when you just said that. I'm serious. Because that's exactly how <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, you know what? I'm I'm you know, it's cool and everything, but you mess with my family and I'm gonna have... <laughs> Yeah, this this is what you say. Yeah, you know, I I'm cool with you and everything, but you know, we, we drank a little bit. We, you know, we got some pussy together, you know what I mean? But I see you've you violated and I'm gonna have to do you right now and I can't let you leave. So no, oh man, okay, hey, that's finish it. your joint, finish your joint, get one more blowjob because I'm gonna throw you out of that window <laughs> right now, okay? I don't I love you. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to have to fucking kill you. <laughs> but you know what? Like I said in the other show, I've always identified with him. People, when he bit the Holyfield's ear, when he was going crazy, going off and acting a certain way. No, nah, he wasn't crazy for that. No, no, he wasn't. No, no, and no, I know no, that. No, 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 I'm talking about that was. When people were saying it because he was yeah, getting hit yeah, but what I'm saying is that all the other antics and stuff, and mm-hmm. he was becoming derailed. I understood that because Customato did not raise him balanced. It was just right. for fame because he wanted to get back at the boxing establishment and get another champion. Because see, Customato was blackballed out of boxing. He would be going back from the 50s and 60s, the mobsters and different stuff. He had uh, Floyd Patterson, Jose Torres, and other fighters, but Mike Tyson was his ultimate. And so he rushed him along just to be a fighter. And when he got the fame after he died, because he died in, uh, what, November of 85? And um, Mike Tyson in 86, 87 was collecting up belts. 
And the world knew him now. I knew him from, I didn't know him personally, but I knew of him because I've been following boxing. It's an amateur. You know, he had a couple losses and something. He dominated, but he had a style that was perfect for being a professional. And so that was Custom Auto's separate thing, right? So now he, Custom Auto's not around. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't, you know, he was out of control. Look, you Do 13. You know used to hypnotize him? He used to hypnotize him and also heard on the inner, inner, inner boxing circles, which I'm not in that, but I studied and I'm, I'm in it. I'm a fan of it. I know a little bit about how it moves and custom model. Nobody's going to say anything like this, but from what I'm hearing, custom model had a little, he had a wife, but there's other things he was doing. I'm not saying he was doing it to Mike Tyson. I'm just saying he, doing a little stuff. yeah, he's doing some little rainbow stuff on a suit, but he was a great trainer. I now, but his, he was, his, you know, yeah. a lot of people don't know that Custom model is he was a hypnotist. Yeah, look this up. So when I realized, I said, "Damn, he was actually a hypnotist." Mm-hmm. And Mike Tyson, on a couple, I mean, when he first started hot boxing, he was interviewing Cypress Hill, mm-hmm. and he slightly. So the 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 thing that I see that's common with you and Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson is honest to a fault. Like, what I mean is, he will talk about himself yeah, the bad stuff. So that's how I know, like, you know, he don't really sugarcoat nothing. He just says it blood raw. But, uh, yeah, he was on Cypress, uh, on Hot Boxing with Cypress Hill, and he had <laughs> them, they was, you know, in a car smoking. And he said, yeah, yeah, he used to hypnotize me. Mm-hmm. They said, what? For real? They said, well, how, how how young? How old? He's like, shit, 13, 14. Yeah. yeah. So and, I looked up. Yeah. Up. yeah. Custom Auto has a video in black and white. Mm-hmm. I pull it up on YouTube where he demonstrates that he can hypnotize people to not feel pain. And he has a subject. And he brings it out there and he shows his hypnotism. So what I'm saying is that was part of the training on Mike Tyson was hypnosis. Yeah, yeah. And to make so him believe. Died, yeah, that kind of threw him off. Yeah, and see, I was never hypnotized like that, but I know the different realms of the cerebral. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in bodybuilding and training hard, there's certain times that I would just go off and do things that I knew my physical body just couldn't do. But I did it. So my mind was expanded that way from a young age. But I will say that, that and, I, and understand what I say when I'm saying this, mm-hmm. when you said the similarities, mm-hmm. why I understood him so well from so young is we know how he was raised or not raised and out there. I identify with him so much, not because we're both New Yorkers, but let's theoretically say it this way. Because I don't sugarcoat things either. And I've always been this way. I've always told the truth, even if it made me look stupid. Because if you ask me a question about anything, I mean, I'm not just going to gossip and tell you what I know about a person or a situation. Because as you well found out, most people that I knew about this Dr. Kang situation long before it came out, mm. out of respect to the process and to his wife and others involved, I did not say anything. Right. But I'll say it this way. I have so much in common with Mike Tyson, but I am the Mike Tyson 
that had a good family upbringing. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? So he was the one that didn't. And I understand him. I understood his, his intensity, his mindset, because that is me in a parallel universe that I had a good family. I had a good father, a good mother raised me up, taught, taught me things. My father was my custom model. My mother was that also in a female motherly way. So I, I didn't have that rage coming up with all that was going on in New York City because there's only three years difference between me and Mike Tyson. He's three years behind me. I know his neighborhoods. I know his people. I know all, I know people who lived there who didn't come out like that because they had a good upbringing, but they understand the Brownsville mentality. And I understand it. And I know the range, but I didn't need to rev my engine or react in certain ways. I knew how to walk away from certain situations because I knew I had a good home, but I understand it. But because I had the good home and a father who taught me damn near everything, like I said, I'm going to get blue in the face saying it. He showed, showed me guys shooting up heroin. He showed me the whorehouses, the number spots. He explained to me how the ghetto economy, the underworld worked. He also exposed me to business, discipline, hard work, working for what you, what you get. One thing that I love about my father, when he might have to go back to finish a job, maybe three more hours on a Saturday, he said, no, you want to stay? Lancey, you want to stay? Let's stay and knock that out tonight so we don't have to come tomorrow. And so this is why when I'm doing my work online, mm-hmm. like even I said, we, you know, we hit the three hour mark just in this minute of talking. Mm-hmm. I love to be up late. I love to push myself in the, for, for the reward of the accomplishment. Right. Some things were putting me from young. And so my work ethic, whatever, I never got great in any sports like he did. And I always wanted to be a boxer. So I always understood that mentality. I understand the isolation, the betrayal. I understand all the pains that he went through. But the difference was I came up in a good home, so I had more restraint. But I'm very intense. I'm very intense. Like I told one of my dear sisters on the phone earlier in a message, I think about my parents every single day. And it might be every week or every two weeks. I have a little ritual I do with myself. There are two songs that, well, one reminds me of when my father passed and another one reminds me when my mother passed. And it has nothing to do with the words of the song. It's just that the sound of it as I was going through it and it played a lot on the radio. Mm -hmm. And I will play those songs. And honestly, earlier today, to fire me up, if you see, I put up several videos, put up Sister Sevens, whatever, and had the intent of doing a live show. It's 646 right now or 640 or 650, whatever. But we've been on for three hours. And that means I must have started around what time? If it's almost seven and we've been on for three hours, oh, guess what? We must have started around four my time. See, the intensity. But when I play those songs, I meditate on my love for my father. I meditate on my love for my mother. And if I have to cry, I cry. Right. I have I'm telling you that I did that this afternoon when I woke up. I just felt that I had to go back and go back to the feeling of when I, and I don't mean lost, the energy is there. But when they transitioned and when I was all alone and going through other changes, you know what I mean? How I broke up with my old girlfriend, which was toxic for me. 
Yeah. Right. I wanted to get out of that lifestyle. And then my mother passed away and I was all alone. And I called her up and I said, listen, I know we're not together anymore. But you know what? My mother just passed away. And I was going to go to the beauty parlor where she worked. It was at 165th Street, the Coliseum. And I was across the street. I wanted to see her. We broke up, but I just wanted to see her because for years, for eight years, we were together. So she was like family still, right? So I was across the street, not stalking, but I was alone, man. And I called her and you know what she did? She said, so what? And hung the phone up. And I stood in the bus depot there crying my eyes out because I'm not trying to get back with you. And just the other day, if Jack Griffin is here, he can back it up for you. We were, he was showing me different websites because she died uh, uh, September 11th, 2017. I didn't know. We're not in communication no more. But in January, uh, what was it? Was it January? Or it was in t- 2018. I, I was up drawing and editing some video and stuff like that. And three songs came on that reminded me of her. They were playing, you know how sometimes they'll play music from a certain time period. And one of the songs was Single Life by Cameo. And it was two, um, I think it was, um, what's the group there? And they so, had the song, This Is For You. It's the, na, 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 na. Um, I forgot the group. It's a white man and a black guy in, in, in a band. And it was a third song. And I said, man, that reminds me of her because I was never Googling her and spying on her and whatever. I let it go. I said, no, I got, I got to see what she's doing. Mrs. Skirvis, I wasn't trying to get with the girl. Say it again. Who did you say, Pat? You say she passed too? Or? Oh, my old girlfriend. Yeah, she passed. I I was like, you said 17. I'm like, it couldn't be in your mom then. You saying she passed too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all over the place right now. I'm trying to get emotional, but no, no, you good. You good. <laughs> my friend, yeah, my friend Jack Griffin, right? He knows how to search and do all these different things. So he pulled up because I told him, I said, you know, I never know her cause of death. And the lifestyle that she probably was still living brought her to a point where she possibly had the monster. I got out of that, man, because I, you know, when I was in it. It was like running out in the rainstorm and come across the street, coming back, and no raindrop hit you. I never caught a disease. Mm. But she was into the group sex and all this stuff. She's a nice person, but I'm like, yo, I can't live like this. I'm getting up on the years, man. I want to get married, settle down, stop all this. Right. So anyway, um, he found a, a, a thing, and I found some things too before, but he found something where, you know, um, from this site, and it didn't have the date of birth. But I'm so like, okay, we cool. We broke up. We were in, even in death. I could have said, man, forget that heifer. I was like, yo, is there a way that we can put um, the date of birth there? Because maybe the family didn't know, but she can't go out like that. Mm. So I said, you know what? She was born on December 19th, 1963. And she passed away. So they had the date of death. So he went ahead and put it in. And I was like, oh man, thank you. I'm not vindictive like that. Like, oh man, let that bitch rot in hell. No, because she did things to me. She tried to hurt me mm-hmm. in the end. So what I'm saying is that going back to the whole Mike Tyson thing, I was never homeless. I was never out of doors for anything growing up. I had a good middle class, whatever. I had what I needed. Didn't always have what I wanted. And I had some things that I wanted. 
But the times were so pure then. You know, I remember that world, and that's why I do this too, because it's like I want people to remember those vibration vibrations. This world is so devoid of love. It's like being up on top of a mountain and you can't breathe as much because the oxygen is thin. Mm. See what I mean? So we'll start out on one way, but if somebody comes in and has an issue, wants to talk about it, well, sure, I'll do a show for you. I'll let you talk. If I go to bed in a little while, because I'm gonna go to, we're gonna end it soon. But yeah, if I go to bed and somebody calls you, Lance, I gotta get on. We gotta get this out. I was like, yo, just give me a second, and I'll be, and you talk, you know, and I might let it go live and go on the couch and sleep. Be like, yo, are you ready to, to finish it? What you want to say? Ring my phone and wake me up, and I'll come back. I've done that many a time. <laughs> I'm gonna go out like that. That's what I have to do. If I do this, whatever it is, if I made pizza, I'm gonna make you the best pizza. If I have a platform like this, I'm gonna do it good. Right. No script. This show tonight started out with a conversation between me and you. We, we were already talking. It was after a while. I said, yo, man, this is some good stuff. Yeah. Let's go live. Yeah. Shooting from the hip. This ain't no script. I had to make a title. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's how I go. But yeah, I did that earlier, man. And I just not out of sadness, but out of mission. They put me on a certain track. I had some wild days. I knew better. But this part of my life, I'm blessed to get to this age. Mm -hmm. My mother passed away at 64, and I'm 60. Mm -hmm. My father passed away at 74. I'm 60. I'm not scared of those numbers and being in this place now because I know I'm going to go on longer because I have something to do. And when I heard them songs, you know, like, okay, was Anita Baker's sole inspiration? Came in around 1990, give or take, when he passed. The other song had nothing to do with the words, right? It was, um, oh, God, what is the group there? The song is, girl, you send me swinging. It had nothing to do with a love song, right? It was 94. And and just me sitting in a room by myself and, you know, hearing a little movement upstairs in the house, that energy. When my father passed away, I knew it. He was in the hospital, you always visit and visit. And it's always like sometimes when you're not there, that's when you get the call. Mm-hmm. And I was up. I was doing nothing crazy, but I was up playing Super Mario, the old Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the original one, right? And I would play P- Paperboy. Just a repetitious zoned out something. Mm-hmm. I was kicking ass in the game and didn't realize I was playing. I was so gone. And I heard some noise upstairs. My mother was sleeping. And I heard the noise upstairs walking around. I knew that wasn't her. And I just busted out. I knew. I I went upstairs to my mother. I said, Daddy's here. He's saying so long. He's here. Wow. And And she held me and we both cried a little bit. And then she confirmed it. I, I just went off in my own shot. I just walked out. I left. And she she confirmed it. And then she told me, yes, he passed over. Mm. And I was like, okay, I already knew. And that was the year before when I had that incident with the cops in January 89. And that gave me some severe issues. I wasn't in any mental case or anything like that. Damn near, though. But I had to process my life. I had to. 
I had to figure things out and whatever because I was not, never no bad guy. And this right. happened to me. So I kind of went into my show. I only kept around my close friends. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Yeah, mint condition mix. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with the words. It was a spiritual thing from the way the music, you could have played the instrumental and it was more just as powerful for me. Wow. It's so inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, I played both of them today and Mrs. Skirt was up at the um, garden and I was just crying, but not some weak punk crying, but just like. No, I understand. No, you See, it's good to still connect with your um, ancestors or the, the people who, you know, we're connected with. It's just, like I said, the way we've been trained and all that is, oh, all of that is bad or whatever but no it's not it's it's actually what was that was the longer thing before this new stuff with right you know right but yeah absolutely i've done that i was i was just reaffirming some things i was like saying i'm not gonna let you down i'm gonna carry the mantle you know the baton until i leave and then 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 after that i played some aggressive music and i was like you know what we're gonna work today so I got my mic and took it in the other room, closed the door and just did one, two of the shorts. I went up on the rooftop and did two more of those. Sister Seven, I premiered her stuff and I said, you know what? I don't care how late it is, I'm gonna go live. I said an hour, it's three hours and 12 minutes. I'm gonna sleep, I'm not gonna do as much tomorrow. I know that I'm gonna get some good sleep because yeah. the sun is out big time. It's daytime out here now. But whenever I wake up, I'm gonna chill. We're gonna do a live show later on. I may record something. I don't know, but I know we'll do a live. And it may not even be as long as this because it's Saturday. I, you know what? I didn't even realize it was Friday yesterday. Yeah. I was uh, like, because I asked Mr. Skirt, I said, are you going up? You want me to come with you? I'm not going up now because this is Friday now. I said, what? I was gone with so many things. Mixed genre could tell you decisions and all kind. Of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I'm gone with the creativity of what I want to do, nothing's going to stop me. Even when I was training with weights, if I said I'm going to lift a certain weight, which I wasn't some power lifter, and it wasn't certain movements that I was, you know, inherently weaker, I was stronger than most people, but weaker than the guys who were known for certain things. You know, my things, my thing was squats and stuff the legs, and I could lift a planet with my thighs. You know what I mean? So the mental thing, self-hypnosis, sometimes I go and don't even come back. Sometimes I, my walk to the subway to go to the gym, I'm psyched up. I'm playing certain certain music and I'm thinking about what I'm going to do. And when I get out, sometimes I can't even stop. I get out to the gym sometimes right away from Brooklyn to Queens, walk over to Ajax Park, about two miles away from where I live, and run laps. Come back practicing my posing routine in the bathroom with the shower on, hot. <laughs> I can squeeze out more water like a sauna. Right. People were like, yo, this guy's on drugs, meaning steroids. I'm not on that. Yeah, so I know the power of the mind. And I know how to fuel my emotions because lots of times I've seen Mike Tyson on this podcast cry. Because he's overwhelmed at that particular point. And when you when you know how to rope that in to perform, that's a very dangerous thing. I, I'm not some Superman. I'm not a bully. I'm not some tough guy. 
but I know when I get to certain levels of, of stimulation with emotions and the mental focus, I can steamroll through anything. You know, you walk up to me and punch me in the face. You know, I'm going to feel that. Oh, you hit me. Ah, you know what I mean? But if I'm in that mindset, we're going to war. Facts. Yeah, no, that's the power, man. That's the power. I was just, when I was saying that similarity I saw was um, some of those things that you said too, but I was just talking about as far as the, the honesty, like just, you know, telling it like it is if if it need be you know i um that's especially in hollywood that's rare like sometimes they don't want mike tyson to talk yeah because he spoke about jimmy fox and he's like, yo it was a stroke he, he didn't have nothing you know what i mean yeah he more, that, but he, guess what yep he was he the one mm -hmm. that, yes everybody else was oh it's a complication but I knew it was something big when they said, oh, he's responsive now again. Yeah. He's communicating now. I yeah. said, oh, wait, communicating? That means he was that out of it? Yeah, that's that's a stroke. Yes. So, yeah, I, I just, I think it's going to let people down if they see, if he looks really bad. So I feel like that's why they're, you know, using the daughter and saying, oh, He's good and none of that, but nah. but that's even more of a letdown. The truth will come out. You're not gonna like say this stuff for three and four years. Yeah, well, yeah, no. What the hell is going on? Somebody's gonna yeah. leak something too, like, right. and that's gonna show the deception of Hollywood and the whole system. Which, which you know, I'm not walking like that for the rest of my life. Like, I gotta tell it, man. Even my own shit. I'm gonna tell more stuff about myself. The demons I've had to fight from within. I'm cool with that. I'm at peace with myself so I can talk about things. And that's why I don't mind talking about things and being the first to say certain things. And then other people, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, because this happened to me, but they ain't going to tell it first. Right. I'm, I'm not going to hold back. I've said right. a lot of things. I've revealed, revealed a lot of things that most people like, friends are like, oh, you sure you want to tell that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> because it frees me up and cleanses me. Yeah. I mean, you you know, you gotta do it with with wisdom too, because you know, sometimes yeah, people don't yeah. say shit because people try to use anything, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, right. Try to use shit against people. Right. But yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and I'm not even scared of that. But I, but I know exactly what you're saying. You're not just gonna come. Out, How you doing? This is what I did last night in the bedroom. This is what I like to do. And I pretty much people know what I like to do, right? So they can't use that against me. People right. knew life I was living. All them women, they can't use that against me. Right. I've told I've told all the stories. You know what I mean? So they can't use that against me. Facts. You know? You can't. It's like well, George Foreman when he was fighting first. Right. He was telling about how fat he is. Yeah. You know, so you can't use that against him. Do you remember when David Letterman did that? This was a way this was a while ago. Mm -hmm. He actually did that. Everybody else, when something will happen and they get caught with the assistant or whatever. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know I didn't know. David Letterman was like, I apologize. I <laughs> And then you know what's so crazy? That shit, that shit boiled over. 
Yeah. <laughs> said, yeah, I did it. Right. All the people who was nah, they drug it out. The the media just that was crazy. But I was like, damn, he's human. Now right. what you gonna say? Yes, I right. did it. We're human. <laughs> We're human. So I mean, am I better than somebody because of this or that? Nope. You know, I mean, I pick boogers like anybody else. <laughs> I think I did it three times in the last hour. Uh, picking the boogers where you put it. <laughs> They'll be coming over here grabbing it under my table, putting in some tissue or whatever. You know, right. but they're all human. This is saying I say no matter what in this life, we all got to deal with our own shit. Exactly. And what I mean is, I'm saying I don't care who you are, even an animal, even a, right. a, a fucking uh, insect, whatever. We all we got all, shit. In us. Right. We all have one ply accidents every now and then with two ply paper. <laughs> Come on. So I'm saying, Wait. like, before you point the finger, just know you got to use that tissue too at some point. Exactly. Exactly. So it is what it is. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe, you know, wonderful conversation. You all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but yeah, when we vibe, man, it's always, but but I want to still do something where you're the focus. And I'll, 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 you know, I'll talk a little bit, but I want you to zone out and just go in the things you want to go into. And, um, for those listening now and in the future, we have a playlist of all Brother Ison's shows that we've done together. And it's not on the front top, but you got to go to the bottom and search through because I have a lot more playlists down there. And um, yeah, I'd like to probably bring it up to the top and to the surface now because I, I can only have 10 different slots on the whole YouTube page. So I'm going to push down the walk and talk and push that one up. Since we haven't been doing that as much, but they're all there. They're all there. So, you know, anybody want to go back in the archives and yeah, man. Yeah, and it's been a while, man. That, that show you how fast time just kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's always. But me, me and time are locked in battle because, like I said, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so intense. The clock is gonna be like, yo, look what they're gonna be looking. The clock's gonna be looking at me. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. no I agree. With you. I agree. With yeah, you. you have to. Um not see it like because everybody like sees it a certain way mm -hmm. and it is the mind the, the mindset about that is not empowering so yeah i feel like shit time got to deal with me shit talk exactly. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I am time let, let the clock talk to me come on because i'm the one doing stuff in time the artificial thing mm -hmm. you know this world this plane but i believe in the the next levels when you ascend and stay there, it's just yep. a matter of being. There, there is no time. It's forever. Yep. See, that's a fact. Like when you go to sleep, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, when you sleep, you could be right. sleeping. You wake up, you don't know how long it was. Right. Nobody walks up to you in your dream like, oh, it's been seven hours and fifty nine minutes. You, you got one more minute. Get out of here from dream world. You're right. No. Absolutely right. And the astrals too. People talk about that going to the astrals. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's no concept of time. Right. Yeah. That's right. Man, well. Yeah, that, man. That was a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's almost a phone call, y'all. 
I just want to say that never underestimate me. I might be late on a live, you know, and I might oversleep sometime, whatever have you, but I might come out four o'clock in the morning, you know, my time, you know, and do something. It don't matter. I operate on that energy. And now I feel like I earned my slumber for a little while. Mrs. Skirv just woke up. So I hope she wakes me up in a couple hours and gets some of that food. And I'm good. I'm going to laze around, let my brain work, let the downloads come to me. And, you know, I'm not going to rush you. Say, hey, man, tomorrow, let's do it again. It's a couple of days, but I, I want to get your opinion and your view, not opinion, but your facts. Because your downloads are righteous on what's going on in the world. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever part of it or all of it. Appreciate you. Man. And, um, yeah, pff, I'm a, well, I might do it like you used to do with uh, either, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even even that. Yeah, I could just like do a little segment. Dude, you're right. Record a segment if you want. Just zone out. I hit the button. I mute it, and and you just hang up. You know, you just you're out. Like, yeah, okay, this has been so and so. It's been good. And I'm there listening, but it's all you. For sure. You know, and you can no interruptions because I know I can interrupt sometimes. I'm too talkative sometimes, but you know. <laughs> I want it to be all you and you take us through. And when you go, when you start out, it goes deeper, deeper, deeper. And everybody in the chat room is brilliant. It's I, not the normal chat room. This is the brilliant people here. Yeah. I'm I, so I, I can happy. see by the comments they make that they, yeah. Have, yeah. Uh, just, you know, you know, you know, they'll try, but there's no, um, it's a flow. And I'm proud to have that. You can tell the health of a platform by its chat room. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got, oh, and you got some amazing moderators too. Yes. They keep it from getting too crazy because sometimes that'd be the problem. Sometimes it don't be just the room. It'd be sometimes moderators <laughs> in the room. Right. I've they seen that. The just destroy the, you know. Right, the flow. Mm -hmm. And so, some of the moderators I've seen on the channels, like, they start stuff. Yeah, thank you. I've seen moderators fighting with each other. Like when I come to the I'm like, how are y'all moderators and y'all arguing with each other? Right. And they don't have to agree. Like overall, we're all individuals have a certain path, but we can enlighten each other. See, the ego comes in with some people like on other platforms, right? Where, oh, no, I have to be right. Look, when you tell me something that I may not comprehend because I may not be on your level, I will take it, digest it, look at it, taste it. And I'm like, oh, man, he's right. But from where I stand, I may not have comprehended it right away. We all have to hone and chisel and, and, and develop each other. You see? Yeah. No, I'm saying, but that approach is wisdom. It's people yeah. that you'll mm -hmm. know because before you can even finish what you're saying, mm -hmm. they'll cut you off. No, 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 no. I'm like, you didn't even hear what yet and you saying right. no so right. yeah sometimes you have to you know they the um anagrams you know with all the, the words we use and all that it's still the same equivalent so like um the the word listen l-i-s-t-e-n mm -hmm. is the word silent s-i-l-e-n-t same word so you're saying you can't truly fully listen unless you silent Damn, I like that. You know what I'm See? saying? <laughs> so, but people can't <laughs> people can't listen. So I'm like, Yo. 
disagree with something you didn't even hear. That's crazy. Don't tempt me. We'll do another three and a half hours. I still got the answer. I'm only shutting down from common sense and just, you know, like, okay, let me just shut it down so I can have it later on. I'll go through another two days like this. Don't even tempt me. They'll be like, your last went live an hour later. He should be sleeping by now. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I'm a I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to, because I know I keep forgetting. I'm still thinking about you being in the U.S. And I'm forgetting. The time zone. Don't worry about that, because, see, yeah. I live on the East Coast in my head. Right. Meaning that I know what time it is now. When I do shows, it's to honor where I originated from. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not thinking about here that way. Whoever wants to listen, fine. There are people who listen from Ghana. There are people who listen to me from Ghana before I even got to Ghana. I walk around, yeah. people every now and then, oh, Lance Curve, I love you from 10 years ago, whatever. You know, yeah. Oh, so they're there. That will grow. But I'm never going to give up on where I started right. and where my family is there. And I mean those here in the chat room, those who are listening. I ain't going to change. Well, I'm here now and you must make a... No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. And I'm human. I might fall asleep and miss a show or whatever because that's just the way the body is. I do have energy, but I run myself down. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> at least I know why. Well, you got to be. Hold on. Yeah, you got to be. You, you probably, you probably sleeping now. You just said you run yourself. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. Wait. My energy precedes the physical body. Yeah, yeah, it's late. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. Late. Yeah, no problem. Because you, you never run out of not gonna lie, you probably got more energy than <laughs> five young people, like for real. Because but it's it's not just the energy. What I'm saying is I understand it, like to get shit done. Because there's people that they got a lot of energy, but they can't necessarily yeah, harness all of it. Right. You know what I'm I mean? I'm a laser. Yeah. Man. Let me tell you something. When I symbolically scrape the peanut butter jar, you ain't getting a spoonful out of the bad boy because I done cleaned it out. Same thing with the energy. Efficient usage to use, you know, completely what you got. But yeah, that that mm -hmm. that's that's an intangible too. You know, everybody yeah. thinks all about this and that. And I'm saying that's something that was instilled in you. So in that case, your father yeah. is not gone. Right. He's still with you. Right. Because that right. God, that's actually him. Could yeah. you think like, wait, how do I have this much energy? That's him. Yeah. Our ancestors live within us. That's the shit, man. That's one of the things they want us to forget. That's definitely uh, one of the things to make us think when somebody died, they just disappear. No, yeah. they live no. In the hearts of the they call they, they used to call it survive mm. in the main why do you think you go to a funeral? They say they are survived by their da 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 their grandkids. Da, da. They saying your ancestors survive in the hearts of those who keep them in memory. Right. That's right. That's it. So yeah, your dad is right there. That's the that's that extra energy you got. Yeah, he, <laughs> and he had it like up until like right before he got ill. Yeah. And he still had it. He still couldn't lay down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that that's that's inbred in me. That's something that that's all I know. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. That's what I come from, and that's what I know. I can tell you all more stories that like seem like lies, but people they they will tell you, you know.
able to exactly as an eyewitness. And um, I know that about myself. I don't have to prove anything. I just do it. And so when you have the credibility from one faction of your life and you speak on other things, people will say, oh, yeah, I could believe that. I could believe that. Like if I recommended a painter to you and I said he was a top of the notch, top notch painter, most would believe me because I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. For those, most of the time, it's like, oh, let me check this guy. I don't know if, what, what he could do. And after he does a job, you call me back and say, man, Lance, you, you're right. This guy is top notch. So this guy, you can recommend him to other people. Now you have the confidence to know that this is what he does. So if I say I'm going to do a video, I'm going to do this. Man, you lying, man. You ain't going to do it. I'm going to show you. I'm just going to do it what I know to do. Facts. And, and you can't think about a loss. You can't think about doubting yourself. People used to always try to put doubt in my head about what I know. See, I'll just say most of the world don't know what I have inside of me. It should be that way that everybody says that. Like, you should know how much gas is in your tank. You should know what you're capable of. And I'm like 8% there. There's so much that I can't sleep sometimes. So many ideas that I could probably never do. I just have to snatch one and get it. Like, you're running after chickens in the yard to come snap their neck and cook it. There's 50 chickens back there. You're running there. You ain't go, whatever's closest, you go grab. Yep. That's the way ideas are for me. They righteously haunt me. Mrs. Skirb knows I got all these pieces of paper with things abstract written down. You know Sound what I mean? Like me. Yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting. I, this is what I choose. I'm going to make this and manifest this and make it come to life and show you. <laughs> you still listen. Uh, you mean vibing out. It, it, it ain't too many people that even stay that consistent. I mean, even from the past. So did I come on the show? Was that like, wait. Is it 2013 or was it 20? When did I 2017? Way back then, it's just 17, 16. We've been vibing so long. It might I, be 2013. No, not it's early. It's it's way back. So yeah, it's it's that just shows you, but you've still been going strong. I don't even realize it. It's just such a part of my life. You know what I mean? Right. Like naturally, I'm you can't snap me out of it. It's like I'm gone with it. I'm hypnotized. Forever. <laughs> Even when, like, like I say, oh, I'm tired today. But I don't say that. I just go slower to make it happen, and the energy kicks in. Boom. Yeah, that's why I, I said. That's why I said I knew. I knew you was tired when you said earlier. You said you wear your own self out. I was like, yep. It's a it's yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I ain't never heard you say tired. I'm like, right. I ain't never heard you say tired. Uh uh-uh. uh. See, see, but see, I don't accept that. Like I yeah. said that. From another point of view, but in actuality, after it's over, I say, boy, I'm because I choose when I stop. That's what it is. So the spirit of me wears me down, tired, but I'm not tired in the spirit. I'm not tired. I, I choose to disengage. If I felt now, if I really wanted to write an article, a long article, edit it up, put it up. Maybe do a 15-minute segment. You know, today I have to put up all the shows that I didn't put up on the website. So that's going to be a lot of stuff that doesn't involve creating. It's just shifting, clicking buttons, doing that stuff. I got to catch up because I have a bunch of shows that I did in the last couple of days that I didn't. So I have to do that. Put Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
all the boring stuff. Click, 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 click. But ideas will be coming. I might take a break and do something and then come back. I'm not going to pressure myself. It just flows. It just flows. But I ain't going to keep you up no longer, man. I, <laughs> the, the, the chat, no, I'm just saying. Because like I say, I am keeping in mind we on the right. uh Yeah, that's cool. Zones. And and yeah, and I I, I want you to uh get that good cooking from uh yes, indeed. yes indeed. Or Mrs. Scurry. Yes, yes. So yeah, because I'm I'm like that's another intangible is the cooking. The vibration. No, I'm talking about everybody it, it, I'm saying having somebody that can make a homemade, I'm saying, you know, when they put love in it. Mm-hmm. That is, you can't pay for that. Like that's, you know, what I'm saying that's some priceless, another <laughs> priceless thing. So that's like that's like having the best cut man in your corner when you're in the boxing ring. You may not utilize all the time, but when you need it, it's right there. That's right. Oh, and mentally, store. I'm out. I'm high as a kite right now. Naturally, I'm so spiritual right now. <laughs> no, that's what's up. I feel good. You always give me good energy, brother. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yes. So, yeah, man. Just let me know when you're available. We got to do something again soon. I was yeah, trying to, yeah. the, the issue was that last time I was trying to text your phone, but I see it goes the way the system is. Yes, I had to explain it. Through. Yeah, yeah. When you yeah. text me, it comes through as a as an email. Okay, I got and, you. And if you call me, and you leave a voicemail, it comes through as an email because it's actually um, being referred through the app in America. See? And I have the email and, and you know, everything connected. Yep. So if I missed anything, you know, and if you text me, a lot of folks say, why didn't you call me? Text me right back. I can answer you back in the email. It will come back to you as a text. But because I don't check the email every five minutes or whatever, it may sit there for a couple hours. You know what I mean? But that's cool because I'm going to start checking that. It's a separate thing than WhatsApp. You know, so I just have to tell everybody, when you send me a text, I may not know your number, right? So say your name. Just put the name in. You have to say, yeah. this is one. So just put your name when you do it through the phone directly on the 55, the 407-590-0755, because it doesn't come through as a text in my face. It comes through as a voicemail. And there's no way in their system that they log in your name. They don't know. They just push the number. Mm-hmm. Some numbers I, I know from people I've known for years. Yeah. But just put the name. Even still, can I, I, when I see your area code, I'll think it's you. But I have to make sure. Until yeah. I, yeah, so, no yeah. With the, yeah. Just always put your name with it. That goes for anybody because sometimes people think, oh, you didn't answer me. I'm like, I didn't know who this is. Or I explained to them and like, oh, you, you should know my number by now. I'm like, yo, you know how much numbers text me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to run my social media and see how, how crazy it is? No, nope, they don't. I get about a thousand forwarded videos a day, if not yeah. 1,500. Right. Wait, check that video I sent to you. Yo, that's all I would be doing if that's all. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel they don't know. They don't know. They you know what? One, one thing, yo, man, man, we ain't cool no more, man. You, you, you effed up. I said, what happened, man? You know, my sister died two years ago. I was like, how am I supposed to know? You ain't checked my page on Facebook. Oh. Do you know how many? And I don't have a million people on Facebook. What I'm right. saying is, I have the old accounts, other accounts, 
you know, Facebook Messenger, Facebook, a couple of pages of that, YouTube, a couple of accounts of that, Twitch, Instagram, messages. For me to check through all the messages and I'm done checking them, you might send something two minutes later and I ain't see it. <laughs> right. no, so my thumbs, my thumbs are well developed from just shifting up and clicking and clicking it. And I got stuff to create. So that's what it is. So please, people, don't be insulted. You know, you could send me multiple stuff and put your name in there. I'm like, okay. You know, I, I like it if everybody could just send me stuff on one thing, but it's not going to happen that way. Right. So I have to check, 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 check. You know, so that's what it is. And I'm not resentful of that. I like, I like the, um, but sometimes the messages get put down. Sometimes the human eye messes up and you, it just slides by. Yeah. You know, as I doze off now, I'm going to just check stuff, make sure. <laughs> Three, four times a day I do that. So. They got a number. They think that you see it the, the same way as... Right. The way they may have, go through it with... And other people may have an inflated amount of stuff, but really and truly, other people do. But since I'm so accessible, like you have other people who have platforms like, they got a person for that. But me, <laughs> and, they, and I'm so accessible that they think I'm not going to miss anything. Uh, I miss a lot, and I go over stuff, you know? So yeah, that's that's, that's yeah yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm lay down for a little while, two or three hours. <laughs> I'll give it that much. Yeah, at least, man. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. I'm 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 too hyped to stay and go to REM sleep. <laughs> I ain't gonna hit no REM sleep no time soon. You know, I'm fired up right now. <laughs> but I'm glad. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And I thank you all. Um, I see a few new names that came in, but I got most of the folks. You know I see you. And um, I, I'm going to do this on Friday night like this. Maybe not as late, but just like a general open heart-to-heart conversation. Topics we'll do during the week, but and we can speak on things now. But, brother, let me know. Let me know. Don't let it go too long. Let's do yeah. some, some in the week where even, like you say, um, the other thing that you can do, do you have... What's that? Do I have what? It broke out. No, do you have WhatsApp? What's oh WhatsApp? No, no, no. Uh-uh. You're, you're, okay. Um I got um <coughs> Telegram? Okay. Well, you can get on can connect with me on Telegram and you can record. No, I mean, do you want me to get WhatsApp? What, what you use, it, you use WhatsApp? Yeah, yeah. I have Telegram and I also have WhatsApp, but like Many people like Sister Miko would do it sometime. Um, yeah. Different people would give me a voicemail. Even like Sister Seven. What you okay. heard was voicemail from her for the two hours. It records good audio um, right into the phone. Of course, you make sure your background is kind of quiet. Yeah. And not really a Bluetooth. Just go right into the phone and flick it up where you don't have to hold your finger on there. Okay. Put it down, chill, and just talk. And send it to me on WhatsApp. My WhatsApp is under the same number that you call through the app. Um, and send me segments like that. We can still do live shows, but send yeah. me segments, whether it's an yeah, hour, two, minutes, and I'll make a nice banner, and I'll still put it up. You don't even have to ask my permission. Just send it to me. You know? For sure. So, yeah, no, that, that's excellent. That, that's well, a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. They let you record long audio, too. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Hours and hours. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Once I grab it, I know what to do with it. I enhance it. I have little programs and stuff like that, you know, and um, we do it that way. 
that way it's not like we're let me call him let's set up a thing i don't mind but you you know you may be in a in a mental a state of solitude and just let me just talk this thing deep and send it to him right yeah that's what i said you know we used to do it that way before right. but i had never you know for the most part whenever i would come we would just have a conversation right but, right yeah, like cool brother that Hammer and uh mm-hmm. seven and mm-hmm. uh what's her name does what's her name still come what's her name miko no not miko yeah well miko was through the room early i don't know if she's still here she's working overnight so she might still be here but she came in but a lot of yeah, people not miko. It, it was somebody else what was her name yeah. but she yeah. used to do that yeah like just do a segment it may right. be you know 20 30 minutes or right an hour whatever just- yeah whatever you feel it could be 50 it could be something that an isolated thing when an incident happened and you saw something in it boom put it out send it to me it could be right. something with multiple things and you know hey hit me with it and look if 20 people sent me 20 things every day i'm gonna work that bad boy and get it up <laughs> oh yeah oh, i already know yeah you, you quick with it now it's like a whole product and you know what's crazy people look at your um channel they would think you got a whole team. I'm talking about thinking. They like, oh, he got great. Okay. Got well, that's great. what they thought. Back in 2016, when I was on the Dr. Drew behind the Cosmo killings, mm-hmm. the producers were like, oh, really? You you are. How many did you have in your team? About 15 at least. I said, 15. So you, you said I got at least three. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know. Myself and I. Right, 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 right. But Mrs. Skirt does the cooking and stuff like that. She doesn't mind like. She says, you got to cook, too. She sees what I do. Mm. She just got up to wash clothes. She slept all night. <laughs> and I've been talking all night. And, do, and we were talking first, and I was fatigued back then when we first started. When I called you, I was fatigued. Yeah. See what I mean? Say, but I was, that, that don't affect me. I don't feel that until I let go. Facts. See? So. Fear is stronger than your body. That's what's huh? up. But, That's yeah. Going. Yeah. Like, even if my mind goes and I'm like 105, even in my craziness, I'm going to be talking some sense. I might be talking something from some friend that died like 40 years before, mm-hmm. and then I bust out with something. You're like, oh, that was profound. <laughs> I told you earlier. Yeah, you be discount. You be like, nah, I'm like, nah, you, be, you will say something, and people be like, wait, hold on. I got to think about that. Hold on. Just <laughs> <laughs> say it. They ain't expecting, you know. Yeah, I get that. I get the same type of reactions from people, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's how you know that it's something that it's not like you just making it up. It's something that's coming from, you know, uh, so. And like I said, that's why I said I run myself down. I Mm -hmm. I can be tired, but my spirit is so strong. That's what I, I'm not going to brag on other things. It's just that I know my drive is oh, like. That's a fact. No, that, that's been proven. If, if people don't believe your spirit is strong, just go back on your channel. Look how far back, how many videos, how many. Uh, oh, damn. That, that right there. Oh, it's damn. Like, you know. <laughs> Yo. It's no way. You know what happens? It would like, take. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many years it would take. No, honestly. Somebody should try to, to watch all the videos. I think it would take like fucking a light 40 years <laughs> and absorb them and really understand them, like really like listen and listen. Right. You know what I mean? Like really listen and really listen yeah. to everything. 
That's what I'm saying. That's a whole library, the, the library of Alexandra Scurve. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that we get to this in this part of the journey. I never knew. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, like I said, I used to send artwork to Boyce Watkins and we communicate over the email. I drew a picture that was inspired by him when I drew the one about Barry Bonds when they were saying he was on steroids. And, so, and Boyce Watkins, he's a well-known simp now. You know what I mean? But Yeah, all, it, all, I already knew he was. Yeah, yeah. But see, he was on TV with Bill O'Reilly, and I was by the kitchen table, and he said, yeah, you know, you may say Barry Bonds is on steroids and he has the advantage, but what about the Negro League back in the day when the white players had the advantage over them because they couldn't play with the major leagues, but they were all good, Right. So they had an advantage, the white players back then. I was like, oh, damn. So I drew a picture of that, right? And then I sent it to him. I got his email. I said, yeah, you can, you know, he said, man, this is good. What did you come up with this idea? Who are you? I said, man, you inspired this picture because of what you said. This is back in 2007, mm. 2007, yeah. right? So he was like, I can't pay you, but I definitely, I'll definitely use it on my, on my site. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not looking for pages. Give me a little exposure. Just send them back my way to my site, which was Scurve Originals at the end. It had a Z on the end. And so he did. And then he, I sent him more stuff. He kept using it. Then there was another news site that is still around today. But for some reason, the guy that ran it, he just cold turkey cut me. He didn't even talk to me no more. But he must have used like 10 of my pieces. But a lot of these guys, when they see that you're branching off like into writing, because I did a lot more writing then because there was no right. video for me. It was a blog, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, YouTube came out in 2005, but I didn't sign up until 2010. I made another account to watch videos and be able to comment. I did nothing. I did a few videos on this. I took those and put them on the one, the Lance Curve one. So once they saw me branching out, when I realized, I said, you know, I need to promote myself. It was for the artwork and the writing. I never expected to. I said, I talk a little bit, but bring people back to the site. Then it became its own thing when I did blog talk and sort of transfer and stuff. And YouTube, like, it it blew up in the fact that, not that I blew up to a million whatever, but mm-hmm. it blew up to the fact that I was getting so much traction with it. I, I kind of forgot that I was an artist, which is true to this day. Yeah. So to everything, that's when, when I go back to the, to the root yeah. while maintaining this, that's a whole different crowd that don't give a damn about YouTube. Because I, I had, I had, I mean, I had a huge following back when I was just doing, doing artwork. People didn't know what I looked like. You know what I mean? They didn't know what I sounded like. They didn't know I had a crazy personality. Only through what I did. You know? Yeah, and thank art, you. That's the only difference is, I'm saying, because I could tell the way you did that. The Because the, I used to draw when I was right. young. But you know, mm-hmm. there's things if you don't keep doing it. Mm-hmm. It, it uh gets you have to keep yourself sharp, but uh I can tell you took time, like meaning it was focused attention. Right. Oh, so, you I'm know, right now, you probably wouldn't be able to do it as unless you set out some time to really. Oh, I, and, and I'm gonna do just as much on YouTube. I'm setting up the time, and I want to put out a writing every day, like like a short writing on something. That's the goal now. Yeah. And and. and There'll be people coming to YouTube from where I put the art on current events, things that are happening current. And you do like a little cartoon on it, detailed once a week. 
you know, a couple hours. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually because people like stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be hella controversial. I mean, where people are going to be looking for me type thing. That's what I want. No, say that. No, no, we ain't going to, uh-uh. Not no, gonna I'm not saying, that. right, right. I don't really mean it like I really want that to happen. Like I want somebody to put something in my head or whatever. But I, mean, <laughs> I, I want to read up to the line where you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. And I repeated it to somebody in a private conversation. Yo, don't even say that over the phone. <laughs> Like the, just the idea you scared of? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 like, okay, we go back to Mike Tyson and we'll go after this. The way he came out in the 80s, swinging relentless, that's what I want to do with my art. That's what I want to do with my writing. That's what I want to do with my shows. Like, boom. Like, there's no more trying to be polite and politically correct and scared of this. Go on the other platforms that I can't be touched on and you're going to come to that because now I'm going to go all out. With the humor, with the wit, with the with the relentless ideas that people are even afraid to think. All that artwork before is comparable to Disney cartoon uh, uh, coloring books. Mm. Now we go in there. I'm a hitman now. Facts, but I'm gonna yeah. let you because you know yeah, we're, man. We're yeah, yeah, man. we've been <laughs> we've been. <laughs> Don't don't tempt me. We'll go to noontime for me or noontime for you. So, no, no, we ain't gonna do that. No, no, no. Give me hype, man. I don't want to let you go when you get on on because it's always good. So yeah, brother. Yeah. We'll talk and um hit me up in a couple days. Let me know what you want to do or hit me with anything that you want to send on WhatsApp. And again, I'm just glad everybody was here. Yeah. Station was heart to heart. It was real and um unfiltered, and I love that. So yeah. All right, brother. So definitely we'll talk. All right. For sure. And peace and love. (laughs) Everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Peace. Much respect. Okay. Peace, brother. All right.
away, take it away, feeling too good to me. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. I've been hanging by myself, asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah. and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out 